Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Welcome to another episode of Cigars and Whiskey, the podcast that discusses love, relationships, sex, and dating from a male's perspective. I'm your guy, Ron Coe, and I'm joined by my guy, White Star GB. We're shaking. All right. Shout out to everyone that's tuned in uh, on YouTube. Please remember to share so we can get more people to tap into the conversation. We have a great show for you guys tonight. Tonight, we are drinking Bushmills 12-year single malt Irish whiskey. And tonight, we are discussing these are the type of women you need to avoid, men. All right. Uh, White Star GB. What's up, man? How was your week, man? My week was glorious. Glorious. Um, Going through... um emotions you know what i mean just work and being a husband and being a father being a grandfather mm-hmm. um transition trying to get the yard in order for you know the um summer and spring months in um new york and um happy cinco de mayo to everybody out there yeah de bro yeah man try to you order know. dinner man everybody's out of tacos <laughs> I'm uh, you, you're laughing, but dead ass serious, bro. Like that? Yes, absolutely. What's your what's your go to um, taco? Like you do like a fish taco, or like a shrimp taco? Uh, shrimp, shrimp, shrimp. shrimp taco. Uh, of course, we all you know. I, if if you're not new to the show, I am pescatarian, mm. so I don't eat any meat. I only eat fish and seafood. But my go to, I rather uh, shrimp. My wife, she likes fish. Yeah, but I, I sometimes I do fish. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, May we're in May, busy month, but May is also um mental health mental health awareness month. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that you know you see every month is something, every week is something, every other day is something. But um, I kind of you know rolled my eyes at this one. But um, when I started thinking about it more, I, I feel like you know having the month out out of the year to reevaluate yourself you know what i mean to try to almost do like an internal mm-hmm. reevaluation on um what your mindset is like gotcha are you thinking positively are you in a good space you know who are you to certain people and are you holding up to to those standards you know um that's what people do because all right let's, that's what i did see see i'm i'm a conspiracy theorist in a sense. so Speak i feel on. like everything like every Everybody gets a month now because yeah. black people got Black History Month, right? And, of course, on Black History Month, uh, every day they may talk about somebody that did something. Like, mm-hmm. on, in Mental Health Month, right? what do you do exactly? Well, if you're, you know, if you're overly cynical like that, maybe you take a step back <laughs> and you look at, <laughs> why do I think like that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that's exactly what you do. You kind of reevaluate your whole way of thinking. You kind of, like you know, deconstruct why you feel the way you kind of feel about things, you know. Um, I looked at I looked in the mirror, I was like, yo, you know what? I'm overly cynical. Um I try to stay positive about things, but I do see the negative sides of things. And um I think I take in too too much negative things on social media. I gotcha. think um, on my algorithm, like I'll watch just about anything. I'll watch. When you say negative things, like well, and is it 
relationship stuff? Is it like yeah. violence? Is it well, no, everything. Yeah, violence. Um, accidents. You know, even today I was watching a video where um, a, a lady had a stroller and it was like rolling onto like a busy street. Yeah, every, I think like, everybody saw that. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, why am I watching this? You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what was gonna happen, but I'm I'm here for it. You know what I mean? And then earlier in the week, we we watched a man get choked out on the subway. I didn't know? see it. I don't. I don't watch. That's, I don't watch that's like what that. I want to talk to you about. Like you don't watch negative things. No, I don't. I don't. And you feel like like why don't you watch negative things? It 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 bothers me. Right. I okay. I don't know if you this happened ever happened to you. Like mm. I'm getting to the point with all the content that we're making that. Sometimes when I'm making clips, a lot of the stuff is in the phone. So now I'm receiving that your memory is full type of thing. So you got to start deleting stuff. Right. Right. And right. they, you know, iPhone will tell you certain ways that you can, you know, get rid of certain, you know, shit that's been there for so long. Old text messages, yeah. media, or anything like that. Right. Right. So there's a bunch of photo, photos or uh, videos that we have in our group chat. Mm-hmm. Right. And. I couldn't tell what the video was. And it was a video of an old video that I, I, I'm i not sure who sent it in the group chat. You're in the group chat also. Which one? The other one? Or? Yeah, the, the crew. Yeah, group all, right, chat. all right, all right. And there was, a, it was, two, there was a, a man and a woman arguing with somebody, and you could hear them arguing. And then they're talking, talking, talking. Then the guy comes out. Shoots the up, shoots the guy, shoots the woman. Oh, that one was crazy. Yeah, I remember that. I one. never, I never. That's the classic. See, see, when you guys put stuff <laughs> the, like that the, in the group chat, that was in the snow, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the yes. wild one. Yes. Oh, that's, yes. that's the wild one. Then he, went in the, then he went in the house and off himself. Oh, he did. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, because you I stopped it. once oh, I once, once yeah, I yeah. first that's of all classic. I shouldn't have, I saw I thought it was just a regular argument. Then yeah, I yeah, seen yeah. him shoot the woman mm-hmm. and she wasn't dead. And he comes back and like shoots her again. Yeah, he did it dirty. And I'm like, yo, bro, like I stopped it at that point and I didn't even know it was there because probably at the time yeah. when I noticed that it was it was something very negative, mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna watch it. Right. Right. right but right, now right. I'm just looking through the videos before I'm deleting him and. I watched it, and it fucked with me for like yeah, for a little while. Yeah, yeah. Seeing that, yeah, like, yeah, I, I don't watch stuff like that. Yeah, it messes with you for a while, and then it starts to numb you, and then it's like you know when you start seeing it over and over again, it doesn't matter, and then it cheapens life, you know, and it's almost like um, you almost see how some of these young boys feel, and like some some of these um, you know, sh- Chicago and like some of the drill, you know, artists yeah. and stuff like that, how they just cheapen life with smoking on the pack. You know what I mean, and Absolutely. all things like that. So, so you know, I'm going to try to um take take stock of that aspect of my mental health and and all that. And then I I did want to ask you a question too, and I wanted to ask the people at home: mm-hmm. Do you talk to yourself? Uh, out loud, out loud. Yes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I I'm a I'm a I'm a truck guy, so mm-hmm. a lot of the time I'm by myself. So yeah, yeah, I do have my moments where I do speak to. Me. Okay, all right, sure. yeah, yeah, sure. I find I, I I speak to myself out loud, and I was kind of asking people around in my circle, like, is that a weird thing? But the majority, I, I find like sixty percent of people talk to yeah. to themselves out, out loud. I spoke to my daughter about it too, and she said that she actually read a study when she was in college that um people like it is normal for people to speak to themselves, but she was like forty percent of of Americans don't have an internal monologue. So not even speaking to themselves out loud, like they don't even speak to themselves in their head. 
Really? And that would be lonely if I didn't speak to myself in my head. Like I'm like I'm my I'm my own best friend. Like I'm in my head constantly having a conversation with, with myself, like thinking things through. So everything is blies out there. Like nothing nothing is internal. It's just empty, or she said that they um they have a song stuck in their head. So they think like like the only thing that really stuck in their head is like music mm-hmm. or it's just blank. Really? Yeah. That's gotta be Wow. I'm like, I'm like, who's that person? Nah, right, like right, that right, person right, right. is I hate to say, like, is that somebody that's Yeah, strange. Like uh, Yeah, listen, T teach his own. It's yeah. not about shame or anything like that. But you yeah. know, everybody at home watching, you know, take a little self evaluation. Think about how you're thinking about things and try to, you know, fix whatever you could fix, fix, you know, relationship and have conversations with, with people and ask your your strong friends how they doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, mm-hmm. that was my week. What's up with you? Uh, same old same. Yeah, man. Um, ready for Friday. Just ready for the weekend. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Happy to be here. Yeah. Happy to be with you guys. All right. Up, word up. Uh, again, what you getting on this? You had a, you had a couple of notes on this. You had, you had a couple. Um, I'm definitely getting some dry fruit. Okay. Uh, because <laughs> we've had Bushmills before. Um. I think KB brought it around. Um, I think it was last summer because I was kind of stuck on it. On the I show? Drinking, yeah. Regular Bush, Bush Mills. Okay. That's the 12 years. Yeah. This is the 12 years. So this is like a little higher end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, and I was kind of stuck on the rest of the regular Bush Mills. I, I, was, I, I was enjoying it. This one is, I'm, I'm, I'm liking this one. Yeah, this is robust. Like this, this is a full complex whiskey it is um a 12 year malt irish whiskey aged in a oloroso sherry and bourbon cask before finishing in a masala cask um it's a triple wood that leads to a single malt finish and um um i'm getting dried fruit i'm getting um um some some like chocolate i'm getting i'm definitely i was saying apricot and Mm, it brings me back to the show that Miss uh, <laughs> Miss Londa B was on, and I said it, and she, you know, I, I was getting the apricot mm. on that, uh, you know, that other whatever we on were that, drinking on, that day, on the smoky one. Yeah, yeah, yeah we could get this back one. Smoke, but yeah. I'm, I'm definitely getting that dry fruit, right? Okay, on All this right. one, yeah, man. So um, it's a 40 um ABV and 80 proof, and um, this retails for about 65 bucks for 750 ml. Yeah, so man. um, we're gonna work on it a bit, and um, we'll let you know how we um. Albert Ferris. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so we'll push it forward. So before we get into uh, topic of the night, which is going to be men, these are the type of women you need to avoid. All right, we we talked about, um, you know, chopping it up a little bit about soft parenting. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I'm not the most familiar with it, right? And until you brought it on my radar. And when I started doing a little bit, bit of research, eh, I, I would say that I possibly am a little bit of a, a soft parent, yeah, right? Or a gentle parent. Gentle. Um, for the folks that may not have heard of it before, or know what it is? Can you give a like a brief rundown on what soft or gentle parenting well, is? In 
my terms, um, gentle parenting is parenting like white people. Like, I don't know, like in the 90s. <laughs> in, the, in the 90s, there were always these stand-up clips, and, um, you know, they will always be like, you know, um, a black guy would go to his white friend's house while they were teenagers, and the white friend would kind of curse at their mom and talk to their mom however way and, like, slam the doors in the house, and then, you know, the stereotypical black mom, like, uh-uh, like, like he'll come home and try to do that stuff at home, and the black mom wouldn't, you know, allow it. So it was almost like a um a um just a um just just a uh, I don't want to say hands off but a really 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 verbal approach to parenting. And um just really trying to make your kids understand things as as opposed to like incorporating or even cuz or even being more of a authoritative figure absolutely right you right. you guys kind of figure it out kind of together or you let the the child kind of you know in the in the you know he's they're in the mix of the problem solving or the the rectifying whatever situation it, it may be yeah right and so I, and i have a i have a i have a more um i have a better definition of it gentle parenting is an evidence-based approach to raising happy confident children this, this parenting style is composed of four major elements, empathy, respect, understanding, and boundaries, and focusing on fostering the qualities you want in your child by compassionate and enforcing consistent boundaries. Which, um, in a perfect world, sounds amazing. And I feel like all those things should be implemented in a strong parenting, you know, um so so why wouldn't you agree with that though? Because all right, it says like this particular style of parenting raises a, a happier child, right? Mm-hmm. Um we all know even as adults, when we have an authoritative figure on top of us yeah. telling us what to do, mm-hmm. that doesn't make us happy. No. Right? Well, where we where we yeah. feel like we have no control over our destiny, over our lives, anything, you know, anything, you know, the decisions that go on in our life. Yeah. You're not going to be happy with that. So we shouldn't kind of, um, discount children just because they're younger that they don't have those type of feelings. Right. Yeah. 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 We should definitely take our children's feelings into, you know, account to, you know, account when we're doing certain things and we're, Discipline them and, and everything like that, but we have to um, understand that we only have a certain amount of time with them until our influence is outweighed by the influence of the world. Actually, mm-hmm. um, I feel like we have to about twelve until, and it might be even smaller now with the advent of like cell phones and um and social media, where. Our like we can really imprint our our blueprint and our our format of thinking and our you know rules and guidelines into our children, you mm-hmm. know. Um, and I, I feel like if we take that part for granted and we want to be because this sounds like people want to be their their kid, kids friends and everything like that, you know. I feel like you should give your kids a, a great childhood, but it should have some kind of 
it should have some kind of regiment. You should implement some kind of, you know, um, discipline. Discipline is the magic word. I don't. I don't think that there's. They're, they're saying that there's no discipline, mm. right? It's. It's more or less when we're when when we're coming up with the discipline. Right. It's more of a meeting of the minds versus me as the parent making a decision about what happens with you, right? Whereas a lot of the times when you think about how things go, right? A kid does something wrong, right? right. And if you're, a, a, I don't, I, it's called a, 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 authoritative authoritative parenting, mm-hmm. right? It's more or less, you did this, this is your punishment, go serve your punishment, right? right? Um, it's more of a, do you understand why you did this? You understand why you're getting punished? It's more of an aggressive, not an understanding where the kid is probably upset about being punished and they're not really going to get a chance to understand why things are happening the way they're happening. Right, right. Right? Right. So th- does the kid really learn the lesson? Right? Right, yeah. So, so a lot of that was happening when we were younger. Well, when I was younger was, you know, it was you would discipline your, your kid while you were still mad. So it was like almost like letting out your frustration on your kids, you know. Absolutely. Or what they did as opposed to, you know, letting them know like this is what happened. But I felt like now we where now the pendulum has swung so far to the other side. It's an overcorrection at this point where it's like almost coddling and it's, you know, allowing bad behavior, you know, where it's coming to like, you know, um, you know, kids at school. You know, when they get in trouble at school, back in our day, it was like when you saw someone's mother come to the, to the school, you know that the kid was going to be in trouble. Mm-hmm. But now when you see someone's parent go to the school, now the teacher's in trouble. Because now the parent is going to fight for the kid, almost advocate for the kid, which they should mm-hmm. in, in certain situations. In certain situations, You yeah. know what I mean? But you should go up there and find out what your kid did and then kind of, you know, worry, worry about, you know, what's, what's happening, you know? I get you. You know, I, I just you. felt like it's an overcorrection. Um, I felt like um a lot of people resent the way that they were raised, um, and they don't want to look. They they don't want their kids to look at them like the way they look at some of their parents. Um, some people don't like their parents. But would you would you say that the way some people were raised and mm-hmm. how their parents handled things yeah. was it the right way? Do you think that the old school way is the right way? I feel like the right way is taking the the great things that your parents did, improving on them, and that your your style of parent parenting. Not what are taking the great everything things, away. What are the great things? Um, the good moments, like even the discipline. Like yo, listen, some some if you could step away from it, you understand. Like yo, this discipline made me a, a better person. I feared I I acted a certain way in school because I didn't fear my teachers. I feared my, my parents. Like if they called the house and left a message on the answering machine, I was toast. You think, you think fear is healthy? I think a heavy, yeah, I think there, there is a healthy level of, of fear to have. Absolutely. Think about it. When we were coming, you know, um, 
when we were first 10, 10 to 20 years ago, you know what I mean? When I was having my first kid, a parent's dad slogan was, I want to keep my, my son out of jail. I want to keep my daughter off the pole. Mm-hmm. Now it's just like, whatever. Now this dad's my age, okay with their kids having OnlyFans. You know? They should have that little bit of fear <laughs> to be like, yo, listen, like, nah, I can't come to my dad with that. Like, like they should be like, yo, listen, like, Failing you should be a priority. I, I don't think that I don't think that I don't think one thing has to do with the other. Right. right? Where where I feel like a child not wanting to disappoint their parents, right? A child not wanting to disappoint their parents. And in that parenting style, I don't know if it has one has anything to do with the other. Like if you if you are a gentle parent that your your child doesn't care about disappointing you, right? Because um, I think it's the same. It's somewhat in a sense of if it was a friend or a close family member, someone you felt very very close to, you're not gonna want to disappoint that person at all. Like you're not going to you're not gonna want want to do that. Okay. So, I, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but. Uh, when you talk about fear, right? We don't know how that translates in the future with a person, right? So that fear could transition from I'm having a healthy fear of my parent because they are my authoritative figure. And now I don't want to, let's say, be an entrepreneur because. I need a boss because I need somebody over me to make sure I, I, you know, I'm straight. I'm doing the things that I'm supposed to do, right? I'm not able to think freely. I'm not able to take chances. I, because I, I still have that fear mm-hmm. that I that I was dealing with as a child. Right. So, I think one of the some of the main benefits of the gentle or the kind of soft parenting mm-hmm. is that you create free thinkers. Right. Uh, we spoke about this before. Right. So. In in the past, every level of life kind of had some type of structure where it's like you had somebody watching over you when you're at home. Your parents are your authoritative figure. Then you go to school. They're your authorita- authoritative figure. When you're in sports or activities, you got a coach. That's the authoritative figure. Every where you go there's somebody and then when right? you grow up and you're in life there are police and you know other things any kind of any kind of um industry that you work in also has you know even if you're an entrepreneur every industry has a, a epa a dec or something that's right. o- overlooking what you're doing now to oh. swing this pendulum the other way now where you're saying that it, it might make them you know um want to be under you know it might shy them away from being an entrepreneur and they might always want somebody under them now it might make them lack a respect for for authority and then now they get in trouble with police and now they get in trouble with the irs and they get in trouble with with things and they take certain chances you smile but you took it one way and i'm gonna take it back the other no you gotta meet in the middle you 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 gotta meet in the middle now you go extreme you go extreme bro listen you went the other way i'm gonna go the other way all right swing back and no i I don't i don't think it's 
sometimes I don't think it's uh, a bad thing to question authority, right? Okay. Because you got to think about it like this. 30 years ago, you couldn't curse on TV, right? But right. now you could say ass. You could say shit. You could say certain things. Right. Somebody has to do that or take it past that rule or that well, regulation. changed. Why does it change though? Because now somebody has to push that on regular TV. You, you you still can't say those things, and that's all that was. Now, now you could do those things on streaming, and you could do those those things on certain cable networks with behind you know you know certain um advisories at the beginning. It's okay. not just free willy nilly. There's still rules in place. Yes, it was the, pushed. The, but the, it the was ball pushed. is moved though. The ball is moved, but it's moved with legislation and it's moved. Not by Mavericks is moved by people working and changing things. You know, I believe it's moved by Mavericks. Okay, right. Okay. I, I think so. So, so let me ask you a question. You haven't had a child driving eggs yet. What's your conversation when your child, when when you are going to let your child take the car out and you know gets pulled over? What what are you going to tell your child about getting pulled over? Are you going to tell them that, you know, as soon as they tell them, as soon as, as, soon as they ask them for, for, for their registration and their license, ask them what I did or to uh, to com- comply, find out what they did and, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll work it out in court? Um, or just never never stop. You see them lights behind you. Just just don't. No, don't of course. Of, of course. Right. I'm going I'm going to. I would probably say this. Yeah, you stop. You stop if that if that's you know what's required. You stop, right? But understand that cop is not your your boss, your own your your master or whatever you know whatever. He's not the authoritative figure, right? He actually is in that moment. He definitely is detaining you for. No, we didn't see you keep you, you go extreme. We're talking about a traffic stop, traffic right? Stop, traffic right. Yeah, stop, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. So now. This, this is this is the thing. When you see a white person get stopped, now we're we talking about as black people, right? Yeah. And we have that fear, right? We have that fear. But now you see more people not having as much fear where they're willing to question the authority. And you're talking about certain situations that are not within the parameters of law. Within reason, right? though. Yeah. No, some, some of this stuff is like, you, you, uh, cops taking the 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 letter of the law too far, right? Or dis, you know, abusing their authority, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And people do that; they abuse their authority. Yeah. So that's why authority has to be questioned sometimes. Yeah. Right? Because just because you have that authority doesn't mean you reign supreme over me. Like, bro, just because you you you're supposed to be at point B doesn't mean you can you can go to E and F with me or whatever. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. And what, how long are we supposed to even bow down? Like that's a whole nother conversation. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying down, is that. But come on now, like yo, you you got your. You, all right, all right, go ahead, man. I'll, we I'll that, yo, we talking about a regular traffic stop. Yeah, all right. yeah. I I, I look I, over the paperwork, bro. Take your ticket, keep it moving. I've been stopped. I've been stopped by cops. Mm. And first of all, if I know I didn't do anything wrong, I will ask the cop like, "Why'd you stop me? Why?" Mm. And if they say X, Y, and Z, come on, you know I didn't do that. I, I'll I could I'll speak to a cop like yo. 
you're supposed to protect and serve the citizens. I'm a citizen, right? I'm not a criminal, right? So it is what it is. Now, this is a lot of the times, this is why we have uh, the mentalities that we have because we're conditioned to be a certain way, right? We're conditioned to have that authoritative figure over us and like, all right, no, you don't ask the questions. They ask the questions. You answer the questions, right? But now it's a new day. And when you think about authority, it's it's a social construct. And a lot of the times it's a invisible veil where people put it on themselves. They put it on themselves. It might not even be there, right? And they assume that's how it is. Oh, I already have that fear. So now, nah. Um, I can't question nothing. Fear is a strong word. Fear is almost like the insecure word. It's kind of like used, you know, loosely, and it's an over reaction. I feel like um, in this situation, you know, I feel like it's your job to to teach your kids those hard lessons, you know. And so, I, and so, I, so yeah. you teaching? I'm sorry, I'm mean, I mean no, no, cut no, you, no, but no, are you no. teaching your kids that? Um, to be scared of the cops or to, to tell the cops that have yo, a healthy they, have a healthy respect. Yes, but the respect should should, should come in the sense of compliance. I I no I like the fact that hey, brother, it. you're you're com- a police officer. Com- you you com- protect compliance. and serve me. Yeah, I appreciate the service that you provide. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like if I go to a store and somebody makes me a great sandwich, yeah, that was a great sandwich. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you know this person. Technically, it's supposed to keep me out of harm's way and mm-hmm. and serve me in that way. So right. that's where the dis- respect, it's a respect thing, not like an authoritative, like... Survive the interaction, got- yo. All that talking, all that flashing is cool, but they're getting shot for less. Survive the interaction, yo. Give them the paperwork. If you got a PBA card, slide it under the <laughs> registration. Don't, don't, don't put the PBA card on top. License, registration... Put the PBA card on the on the, on the bottom. Oh, that you put it on the bottom. Oh yeah, nah, yeah. Man, I I'm put it on top. You, you put it on top. See, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave it with, with my license. Right. With my license. Yeah, they probably write up all your 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 PBA nah. card, right? Nah, nah. put my shit on the bottom. Right here, yo, huh? <laughs> know what I mean? Nice thing, you know. Keep it moving. You know what I mean? But um, I feel like it's your job to teach your kids those hard lessons in in life. If um, you don't learn, no one no one cares about your kid as much as you you do. When you put your kid out in the real world and everything like that, the, the, the biggest part of the world, no one's going to give them that love, that care that you do. So I feel like you have a certain amount of time to instill all your principles, all your wisdom on your kid. And sometimes, yo, listen, some of that comes with a, a little bit of harsher lessons. Time out isn't always going to cut it. it, it you know it, what I mean? Oh, great. What's but the name you don't put a kid it? in the box, though. You don't, no one's no one's saying because that. Because like no you, like you just that. said, like, yo... They're out in the world alone, so they gotta they gotta navigate. They gotta they gotta navigate. be able to navigate. Absolutely, right? yeah. So and they gotta be able to color it within the lines too. I hear what you're saying, What's up? but we need some people that are that 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 are reshaping the lines. That comes with confidence, and that comes with compliance yeah, as well too. This is what you could reshape the lines slowly, and and you could you know do what you, what you gotta do. But you know, I feel like. And, yo, listen, you're glamorizing it, but a lot of soft parenting leads to gang activity, 
leads to school shootings. It leads to a lot of shit. A lot of people are locked. I don't believe let, that. Letting kids lock. I don't believe that. Letting kids lock doors in their house. People don't look in the in their kids' phones. People don't. People privacy. There's a difference. Privacy was a part of that. There's so a some, difference. Some people think privacy is going through my my kids' things and looking through my kids' you know room when they're not home. That's privacy. That's not privacy. You got to be able to see what you, what your kid is watching, what your kid um is doing. Is it what your kid? So, is it privacy, or is it that I'm too occupied doing me to figure out what he or she is doing? What you could do, you you could, you could call it whatever you want to call it, bro. A lot of the privacy time, is if yo knocking. Yo, if the kid is changing or the kids kids in the room, knock on the door before you walk in the room. Don't barge into any rooms. You don't know what if your kid is changing, whatever, whatever. That's privacy. That's the healthy boundary. That's the healthy level of, you know, privacy. But if your kid's phone is locked and you don't got the passcode, you can't get into the social media, you can't do anything like that. That's that's, you know, that's you you don't know what your 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 kid is doing. And I think that's a byproduct of of gentle parenting. I think it gets to that. Mm-hmm. When you let it get to that, I can't. I can't even deny me as a parent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a daughter that's twelve years old, and does she does she does she f with us like that? Not like that. She off in our own world a lot of the times, right? Yeah, you and, get that and, balance where it's like and. You know, sometimes me and my wife, we're working, we're, you know, tending to each other. We're just, we're, you know, relaxing. So it's like, all right, the job of a parent is difficult. So it's like, all right, yo, she up there. She, we know where she at. This is the mentality of a lot of parents. You know where her body's at, but you don't know where her mind is at. Exactly. But a lot of times that's all we focus on. Exactly. Right? Yeah. It's like, oh, I know she upstairs in her room. She ain't outside the house. She ain't doing. But we don't know exactly. We don't know what she's taking in, what type of content, what she's doing on social media, what she's watching on TV. A lot of times we don't know. Yeah. Right. But it's like, all right, just how we'll we'll let little kids just stay on an iPad or watch YouTube all day. All day. Because it's like, all right, they're occupied. They Easy. they got something going on. Mm-hmm. They're not tearing up the house. Yeah. Cool. I could do me. I could chill. I could I could watch I could watch my TV. I could do what I want to do. And I think that's the majority of parents. And I think there's a that's that's the difference when you're talking about if you gotta do like an audit, like a a, a a special audit where it's like you ain't you don't know what your kid's been doing for the last three months, and now all of a sudden you want to check phones, check this, and go in a room and whatever, you know. You could call it what you want to call it, but I feel like it's warranted. Yeah, no, it may that's, be warranted, yeah. but like yo, even if everything's on a straight and narrow. Come on, like, bro. Yo, let's go through McDonald's. Let's go. Let's see if what, it's what's going every, on. Go through the text, last messages. See what they're corresponding. See what group chats they're in. See who who they're talking to. That's all part of interactive parenting and being part of. You know, I feel like soft parenting is a hands off approach to everything. It's put the kid out no, in, in the world I, and let the world raise your, your kid, which is letting leading to kids going to school, fighting teachers now, putting teachers in the hospital. Lack of authority, all that. I feel like it's a byproduct of, of this, and I feel yeah, like something yo, di- something different. How? Because 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 before before we go, I'm, I'll, I'll tell you that. Mm. But before you go there, 
I could I could admit that I shouldn't have to do that quick order if I'm in in the mix every day, right? Or you know, at least every day I'm interacting with my kid. I shouldn't have to like do an audit every three months to see what what's going on in her room and what what she's watching or what she's on social, you know, on her phone, you know, doing. If if I had more engagement with her on a day to day basis, on a hour to hour or multi, you know, every other hour type of basis, I wouldn't have to do that. Kids but a lot, thing, time, a lot of time, a lot of like times, a lot of times, kids hide things. Like no, they, they do. You think they're gonna tell you everything? No, that, they're that not. They're, doing? they're not. So that's, but, that's why you got to go in their, their their stuff to look at what's what's going on. No one's gonna tell you but everything. That what they, I'm that what doing. I'm saying is that if you're if you're more in tune with your child, right, you don't have to go as hard, right? But a lot of times, people do got to go that hard because that's not going they, hard. That's just maintenance, dog. That's not going hard. A lot of times, parents got to go that hard. Going because hard they, is they taking have a everything away. With they, they have a real conversation with their kid in months. Going hard is taking everything away. That's going going hard. Just regular maintenance, yo. Let me see what's going on. Let me see the you know YouTube searches, Google searches, looking through everything, make sure everything's on the up and up. Keep it moving. You know what I mean? All right, so. You gotta Which, be hands on, yo. No, no, no. You a lot have, less. You, have you know to, what I mean? Have, I'm going to people's houses now, and they're just talking over and over again. It's like, yo, it's like there used to be that healthy fear of dad and fear slash respect. Like mom used used to be able to call, and, and I still had this at my house. You know what I mean? Dad is the is the nuke button. Yo, mm-hmm. if I call your dad, I'm pushing the button. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Healthy fear. That's a healthy fear. You know what I mean? Dad, dad, all the shenanigans is over when, when dad comes mm. comes home. Now it's call that nigga. <laughs> a lot of y'all niggas, yo, call that nigga. A lot of y'all niggas got to talk to your kids three, four times for them to, you know, respond to what, what you're trying to tell them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dad should be the ultimate. He should be, he should be the stopper. The buck stops with dad. Mom is the day-to-day enforcer. Dad is the warden. Dad come through with the lollipops. You go on the Starbucks. Everything is fly. Cake pops. Everything is all good. But yo, you don't want to see the ugly side of dad. And now dad don't mean nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of y'all cats though. is talking over and over again. Y'all is just 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 like mom. You know what I'm saying? Nah. I, I, so, in some instances, I feel like um, mom, mom, mom is every day. Mom is every day, and the fact that she is every day. She like, yo, stay your ass out of this business. Cause I'm here every day. You can't just mean? you can't show up once a week and throw something in the in the mix when I'm here every day. Right? I think that's what you get from that's what you get from women. I've been I'm doing this shit seven days a week and you doing it too. Yeah, so no, I'm I'm the veto. You come in, try to throw something in the mix. Yo, how you going to do that? I've been doing this. I handled something like this the other day. Now you're just going to come in and, and I handled it this way. Now you're going to handle handle it that way? Uh, nah. We're going to do it my way because I'm here with them. Or I'm, I'm the warden at this junction. Now, it should be the way you say Cause, cause that would that would create sort of like a hierarchy. Yeah, and I'm not sure if the hierarchy is respected these days. I don't know, man. Yeah, 
Yeah, dad needs to be the end all. Dad needs to be the stopper. A lot of y'all dads, you know what I mean? Like, yo, listen, you know, I'm there. Like, I'm in people's houses a lot, you know, and I'm seeing people talk over and over again. Yo, just, yo, sit down. Yo, go inside. Boom, boom, this. Instead of, yo, we, I could get done with a look. I get it done with one look. Like, yo. You know what I mean? Straighten mm-hmm. up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, we used to be able to get it done with one look. Now it's a whole bunch of talking. But, yo, listen. You know, um, I feel like dads are, um, we are doing a great job. I don't want to bash on dads. Like, I, I feel like, you know, we're... Um, sure. Nah, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> listen, listen. We're, we're, we are in our kids' lives. We are their coaches. We are their... Um, we are their... Um, Hairstylists, we are very interactive in their life, you know, with a lot of things. We are we are the therapists. We're we're there. Um, like I said, the book that I want to take, I want to take the good things that my parents did, and I want to Im- Im- improve on it. And part of that is softening up my my parenting. You know, um, it's not just no because I feel like it. You know, I'm gonna hear you out. You know, um. And maybe I might change my mind, or it might be no with a um, with a later date. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just going to be no because because I don't feel like it. It's not going to be um, do this without an explanation. Mm-hmm. If they ask why, I will give an ex- ex- explanation. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, you know. So oh, you don't. You're not. You're not the type of parent is is because I said so. Nah, nah. I'm not. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. Because that used to frustrate me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's you know. That's something that I, I, I do try to work on and I do try to, you know, you know, correct on just explaining more, saying more. But, you know, the discipline aspect of things need to still be there. You still have to be, a, you know, disciplinarian. Do you think do you think it's it's difficult for a black parent versus a white parent? Because white parents kind of have been soft parenting for a very, very long time. Right. Mm. Black parents, they deal with aggression. When they deal with problems, they deal with aggression and they try to promote fear in the child in order to stop the child from doing things. So do you think it's harder for them to grasp this concept of soft or gentle parenting? I definitely think it is, but I don't feel like, I don't think that they should be overdoing it because the way you said white parents, because they don't have the fear of their kids being judged out in the street a certain way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Black parents know that, yo, when they look at my kid, if I got a boy and he's, you know, a, a, a big kid, you, you know what I mean? He can't act the same way like, like a little white boy act. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we know that our kids are looked at a, you know, not in a similar way that white kids are looked at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you know, we have to overcorrect at home so that they're ready for, for the world. Gotcha. You know what I mean? That's that's what I feel. You know what I mean? I was just seeing the, you know, uptick of um kids fighting their teachers in schools and and all types of things like that. And it's just like, yo, you know what? It was kind of weighing on me. And I kind of felt like, you know, that we should have this conversation on the podcast about it, you know? I but that about I think people. that's a different conversation. Bro. What's what's that conversation? I like? think that's 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 lack of parenting. Not even author, authoritative. Uh, gentle, soft, whatever, or passive. It's just lack of parenting. Lack of parenting. Lack of parenting. Right? 
Um, What's the difference between lack of parenting and passive parenting? Um, pa- passive, I would categorize of pa- categorize as the way white parents. I don't think they're they're gentle or soft parenting. They're more passive, right? Um, where they will allow their child to disrespect them, right? Not even conference with their child about an issue. They will allow their kid to disrespect them. And me as a, as a, as a human being, I wouldn't let anybody disrespect me, right? They can't curse me out. Right. You understand right. what I'm right. saying? Yeah, 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 like yeah. if there's a, if, 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 all right, even if you're my child and I'm soft parenting or gentle parenting, we can discuss what happened. Right. Right. But you're not going to, you know, you're not going to curse me out. Call still me a hierarchy here. There's still a level. Not of, even of, a har- hierarchy. There's a respect. You respect. know, even even I respect you as uh, an individual. Yeah. Even if you're younger than me, right, we should just respect each other as human beings, right? So I think that's the passive is like when you allow a kid to call you a bitch or call you like or say F you or whatever. That's a bit much, and, right. and that's what we have seen in the past of white kids doing to white parents, right? But uh, I think that's more passive. And as far as the um, the the gen- the gentle or the soft, it's more of less just like yo, we're we're speaking about what happened, right? You have a, you have a, you have a side of the story of of why you did what you did, and I can tell you why it was wrong. We can discuss it or why. This wasn't right, and you shouldn't do this in the future. But that's always the first step. Now, what's the escalation to that? If it happens again, you talk again, and if it happens again after that. After your third time of talking about the same thing, what do you then do? I'm not an expert in it, but I'm not sh- I'm not sure. I don't I don't know. I think the the, the whole the, the gist of it is to that's continue to talk about beat, it. Dog. So you're gonna keep talking and talking and talking and just keep talking until your face turn turn blue. A lot of the experts they say that they don't have to talk and talk and talk. Yeah. Right. Um. One thing that I've learned too is that certain times kids don't fear the aggression. Sometimes. Oh yeah. Like sometimes yeah. I look at my daughter, man. Like we might have a situation where me or her moms might wig out. She might be scared for the moment, but it's like she forgets about that fear. And she'll, you know, it might not be the same situation, but it might be a similar situation where she get flipped out, she get flips flipped out on again. And it's like, ah, whatever. And she's fearful for that moment, but she forgets. Right? Yeah. And the question is, do you understand the situation? Or it's just like, yo, you were just fearful of what that happened. The big, like in in your case, thank God that the 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 behavior stopped. But if the behavior continues to go on and on and on, then what do you do? How do you yourself, as a disciplinarian, escalate it? You would have to give me an, an example, um, because well, like stealing. Yo, every time you go to Walmart, your kid is just stealing out the store. Every time, like you're you're with your kid, and your kid is a, you know, preteen, and when you're walking out of the, of the store, your kid is stealing, and then you caught him a couple of times, two two times, and then 
the third time you go in their room and then you see something that you didn't buy from the from the store and you're like yo my kid definitely stole this so you, you didn't get get caught mm. stealing how do you teach your kid that lesson that yo if they catch you that's your ass um you're going to be at the age in a couple of years where I'm going to be dropping you off at the mall. I got to be able to trust you to be on your own. How do you instill in, in, instill that it is wrong? You, you don't did the talking. You don't did all the explaining. You don't did all the, uh, you don't did the grounding and all that. Where do you take it now? You let him get arrested. Oh, God. All right, nigga. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You ain't trying to be right. So you just not trying to beat your kids ass at all. That's what we're getting to. You're just not I, trying to I, beat I your kid's ass at all. Like you just had a hands off think, approach. I don't think an ass whooping is is the answer. Nah. I don't think it's the answer. All right. yeah. Ass whoopings is the answer in America. Yeah, whoop your, whoop your kids' ass. <laughs> I tried to dance around the shit, beat your kids' ass when they got to when, when you got to yo. You know what I mean? You gotta give them a little spanking. You gotta give them that tap. You gotta escalate it when you got to. He tried to dance around it, but yo, yeah. Okay. You, you gotta beat your kids, yo. You gotta beat your kids. Beat your kids, man. In this day and age, I really don't, I feel like it doesn't work. I feel like it doesn't work, right? In my opinion, he says beat your kids. I'm saying that if you take away privileges from kids, it's way more effective than uh, physical, than the physical. Because most, these are your kids. You're not going to beat them to a pulp where it's like. Of course not. And beating is such a strong word, spank. Just say spank. Spanking, it's not, a, it's really not We ain't enough. going back in the day. We, don't get, we ain't going to the yard, get the switch. We ain't you, going to if you can't, get like that. But, yo. If you can't beat that kid into submission, because CPS is going to come to your doorstep, it's not going to work. You better off taking away nah, privilege. Now you're worried about authority now, huh? Yeah. Now we're it back is what to it authority. Is. Now, now, now you don't grew up without no authority, not worried about authority. It was fuck the police, <laughs> fuck the teacher, and I all didn't that. Say that. Now you worried about CPS, right? I did not right? say that. It all comes back to authority, doesn't it? It's a funny way of thinking, <laughs> isn't it? Huh? Now you want to bring around CPS, but it's kind of done to, to, to your kid, and then you want to let police solve your kid's problem. But when police, when your kid don't got no lack of authority, then then your kid runs out of that that store, gets shot in the back. Now we got to get our oh, fucking marching shoe. Here we go now, with and, and, I'm not, and I'm not saying your kid. I'm just saying a kid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, dog. Then you, so you want to let your kid get arrested. You want to let police teach your kids the harsher lessons in, in life. Do I, uh, I don't think that's it. We got any comments? I should be a couple comments. Uh... Couple of comments, couple of comments, but uh, Cheryl Rose said, "I do the audits," and she says, "Do you answer yourself? Do you answer yourself?" Is the question? Or oh, full blown conversations? Mm. Yeah. Should I yeah. hype myself up? <laughs> yeah. Um. Again, he says beat. I don't think it works. Yeah, you could do a pop pop. That works when kids are like two or three years old. Um, Because that little fear will help them at that age. Once they get older, it doesn't work. I don't think it works, in my opinion. You tell your kids, stay away from that iron. The iron's hot. You tell them over and over again. You can talk to them. They ain't going to learn until they touch that iron, though. They're not going to learn until they touch that iron and that iron burn them and they feel that burn and they feel it for a couple of weeks and you put that grease on them and you see that little mark on them. That's when they learn. 
mm-hmm. about fire. Everybody learns about fire the same way. Every human learns about fire the same way. You not. This is what I'm trying to say. What's You're not going to be able to give a whooping or a spanking enough to equate to that burn. This is what I'm saying. It doesn't have a lasting it's a mix. effect. I'm just saying it's the You can't leave part. no marks. Don't take it CPS off. CPS of won't allow you to CPS leave no marks. CPS coming, right? They won't allow you to Man. leave no marks. That's what you worried about, right? You don't spend yeah, the whole I ain't, time. I'm not going. About. I'm not going to jail. And you was you NWA know, to, ten minutes ago. <laughs> now you worried about CPS. <laughs> I respect it though. You know what I mean? But we could agree to dis- disagree. We we usually do. Mm-hmm. But um, you know. You know, chime in in the comments and let yes. us know what you think. You know, what please I mean? let us know what you think, mm. man. If you feel like you need to whip your kids, or you could possibly, be nice you, you could possibly do. I think there's a a healthy medium as far as like the soft and maybe the authoritative. Absolutely. Right. And I feel like that's where I am. I think I'm not, I think that's where bl- most black parents are. Absolutely right. right. Because yeah. yeah. Black parents, we are coming from, uh, a lot of us are coming from, we're, f- we're kind of first generation of like damn near everything. Yeah. We're starting to have something. And uh, black people that are starting to have something, we, we, we all the time we try to emulate white people. So um, we feel like what they have, we should have too. Right. So um, our kids should be spoiled or should have. X, Y, and Z that they all the other kids have. Um, but we don't like the way they parent as far as the disrespect that they receive. Yeah. But There's a sweet spot right in there. You don't have to be a kid's friend. If we I, spoil I our kids, right. I think we should take those privileges away. I think that has a, more of an end. That just brings you back to the baseline. That's just regular. But that's the way. That's the way. Like, yo, kinda, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna the take the is. iPad. I'm gonna take the iPad and your phone away, but you still got a 50 inch on your wall. You don't think that prepares them for life, though? Because that's that's usually how life is. No, you take away. It's jail. Jail's not the baseline. Um. Yeah, jail. Jail. Jail is is kind of the because you're simulating indoor. jail when you punish your kids. Aren't you simulating jail? You simulating jail. That's a good question. Um, you're taking away their freedoms. You're taking away their their things. You're not sending them to bed hungry. You're not taking away their room and board. You're not letting them sleep outside. You're not being inhumane. But, but what, you're taking away what all the excesses of life. You know what I mean? What what arena in life doesn't have that though? Explain. School. Yeah. You do something bad, you fight, you get into a fight, you get suspended. Or detention. Or detention. You simulate in jail. Exactly. Yeah. Or you, you you get expelled. That's the death penalty. You're at a job, you do something wrong, you're on probation. Probation, you're yeah. on, Or you get terminated. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You know, it's that's just the way. And in life, if you do not behave within social norms and social constructs, you go to jail. Yeah. Or you get killed. Yeah. 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 So... Give him, give him that pow pow. You don't get a you, what? What is a whooping gun? That's what I'm saying. What is a pow pow gonna do? You're teaching them that lesson. You're teaching them that that hard lesson before it escalates to the suspension, before it escalates to to, to jail, before it escalates to the death penalty. You're teaching them those those hard lessons that the world doesn't have the time to teach them. Yes, 
You cannot take, take things away, from other people. Why can't you cannot why, take things from other people? If your kid is why not take from, away their privileges though? That's all said and done, but that's not excessive enough, yo. We had a kid um, growing up. I was um, late teens. You know what I mean? I had my little basketball card and um, what's the name? Collections. You know what I mean? Um, basketball cards and comic books. You know what I mean? Everything mm-hmm. up in the crib. My dad um, had a godson. He used to come over. He was like 10, 11. He stole your shit? Stealing everything. <laughs> couldn't. This kid is steal everything <laughs> that wasn't nailed down, son. This kid still stole so much. I got on a public bus, went to Home Depot, bought a lock for my room, and locked my door for when I wasn't home when the little nigga was over there. He was just cleaning me out. Parents wow. wasn't doing nothing. Little niggas in jail now. Just never learned those lessons. They just ignored it, and they just never... Just try to speak to them over and over again, yo. It's not right to do. It's just, yo, certain people just need those lessons. They need to understand early in life that, yo, there are repercussions for your for your for your for your things that that you, you were doing. That's where we agree, though. Right. There are repercussions, right. but the, the only the only way we differ is that I feel like the spanking doesn't really do much, mm. especially after a kid reaches like past five. But taking away privileges, they love they love watching YouTube. They love playing PlayStation. They love doing this. They love going outside. That's luxury. That's like saying, "Yo, you gotta you, you can't wear um most um, of our Gucci kids. Louis. You, you can, most you can of our kids are spoiled, bro. Yeah, but they're that's spoiled. Like them that. back to the baseline. All right, we talking in circles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right. So we'll agree to disagree. All right, how we feeling about this Bush Mills, man? It's cool, it's smooth. Um, I'm I'm feeling it. I'm feeling yeah, it. Yeah, it's got legs. Shout out to K K B. Um, I'm I'm feeling it. Yeah, I'm on some Jay Z. You know reasonable <laughs> doubt. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling this right here. Um, yeah, man. I got that. That dry fruit is is really it's kicking. Yeah, it's, it's nice. kicking. It's nice. It's nice. Um, Next up on the docket, we got this Ebony K. Williams. She was shaking up the um, she was shaking up the streets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She did an interview with um, Ayanna Van Zant on her um, podcast slash show on the, the on the Grio. Yeah. Um, she said that she invited Ayanna Van Zant on um, to the show because um, she saw her interview on the Breakfast Club. Yeah, that said that. Um, Women on men in skirts. That she said something. Yes. Yeah. 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 yeah I think that was the. Comment and um, she was talking about the over masculine woman and um, equating that to today's modern woman. And um, Ebony K. Williams wanted to have her on the show, and we, we kind of wanted to watch it with you in full because um, we could react to the bus driver clip, but I feel like um, yeah, it was a lot more, a right? Bit more to it, and um, rather than take that one clip out of context, then let's you know. Let's watch it t- together and see what's what's going on with it. All right. All right, we'll jump right into it. Iyanla Van Zant, we are so blessed to have you here with us today on The Griot. I want to start, dear, with um, something that we share, uh, which is that we are both attorneys by trade. Um, you are yes. a lawyer. You have a legal background. And as women in the law, Iyanla, do you believe that that... Uh, lens that legal lens informs our perspective and the way we show up in the world as women. 
Oh, absolutely. And that's why I got out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ebony K. Williams is um is a lawyer. Yeah. And her net worth is three million. Really? Yeah, yeah. That's what Melanie right here. Okay. She was on I'm, um, I, it's crazy because it's <laughs> It's not like I, I got I'm worth three million dollars, but I'm like I was about to say that's it. That all I, <laughs> I'm talking like oh, I got money like that. Oh, like, shit, you know? the way that she was acting, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Yeah, yes. man. yeah. But yeah. um, yeah, yeah, three three mil, and um, she um, she was on what um, Housewives of New York, I believe so. She was from what I read, she's the first black. Uh, cast member of the Real Housewives of New York. Okay. All right. Just want to get a little. Okay. <laughs> very masculine, very intellectual, uh, almost stripped and robbed of humanity. It really shows the dichotomy between the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. Um, and for me, it just didn't feed my soul. Um, I think that was. Um, I think that was a an important part of the conversation where she said that she tried to kind of, you know how somebody tries to like, oh, you like ice cream? Yeah, I, I like ice cream too, right? It was a, a trying to relate. Like, okay, all right. You're all right. a lawyer. Yeah. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. And I'm assuming you're like me as a lawyer. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, immediately, Ayana says, well, I left that alone because it was masculine. It was, uh, you know, heavy intellectual and it's like competitive and um, she said it, it didn't it, feed it, my, it, soul it did my soul and it was it, it, it lacked humanity. Mm -hmm. Right. right. Um, I've said this on previous shows. Right. Um, this is why I feel like. When you have a woman that is in corporate America, right, and she's in the field of she's competing with men, women are not the most, they're not super hell-bent on competition, right? Their natural aura of them and the way that the natural essence of a woman is more nurturing and it's not competitive, right? That's a man's trait. That's why you normally see in corporations, definitely on top level management, it's a lot, it's dominated by men, right? right? Men, and, and then when when women have to compete or when they do compete, either a lot of the times, I'm not saying this always holds true, but you got homosexual women, or you got women that. Everybody's calling like, yo, she's a, she's, she's hell on wheels. She's a B-I-T-C-H. Okay. Right? Right. And basically, I, I feel like it kind of goes against the natural essence of a woman. I'm not saying women can't compete. They're not intellectual. They're not smarter. I'm not saying any of that. Mm -hmm. But, um... It's it's sort of like a in a sense like a default, yeah. like I'm not doing this, so let me do this. Right, right, right. I don't have, I don't have, I can't show my nurturing or my uh, my natural instincts that I do have. Mm -hmm. So let me try to run in this or whatever. And yeah. specifically for Black women, because 
they're dealing with a whole host of different issues than a lot of other women. So by nature, feminine traits are intuition, empathy, sensitivity, charm, collaboration, vulnerability, nurturing, style, self-awareness, and kindness. And those really don't make a great executive. Or a great lawyer. Make great, great leaders, but not so much in the corporate world. Yeah, it's and it's a different type of leader. Yeah, right. Like when you when you when you line out those characteristics of a person, mm. like I can see a great spiritual leader. Yeah, right. But not like I mean, some corporate I'm, raider type of leader. Amazing mothers. Yeah, or like yo, if we had like some spiritual group or something like that, or some uh, some some kind of like. Um, what would I say? More like a um, the word I'm looking for. I'm missing a word, but a different type of group. I'm sorry, guys. Um, I could see definitely the characteristics that you laid out for that. Yeah. But like, as far as like corporate and shit like that, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and so I had to get out. She had to get out. I feel that, and I do feel that uh, I might have heard on a date or two, Ayanla, that we are not in a courtroom, Ebony. Um, you can put the gavel down. Um, and I do <laughs> I do feel it can spill over um, into the way I show up in my womanhood, which is really the center of this conversation today, uh, Ayanla. We want to discuss masculine energy, feminine energy. Uh, I do want to start with kind of a news framing, which is that women's rights across the country, especially black women's rights, they're under attack. Uh, lots of laws are banning abortions they are regulating what we can and cannot do with our bodies um what do you think happens for black women uh when this type of siege is at play and we don't feel we have anyone to protect us she says that what what exactly and i, I hate to question this but it, i i feel like she's sort of very deflective right what rights of black women are under siege right now like is it because abortion is more or less like a, a um a general uh it's a woman it's a woman yeah, women's issue not woman not necessarily issue. a black woman's right, issue right 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 yeah and I think it's weird that she tried to make it into a black woman's thing right and also the fact that from what I from what I've learned about her is that she's uh uh she's a egg freezer. Right. Mm. And like, what are you like? Why are you talking about abortion when you're not you're like, it's not something that you're dealing with. Right. Right. Um, well, she's a lawyer. She's playing word games. She's disarming Ayana and disarming the, the, the audience, the black audience by gaining com compassion for women. And then she's going to come in with the. I mean, it's all it's all the, it's all a word game. Yeah, yeah. She she she's just setting her up for the um, for the for the counter. Gotcha. Yeah, that's, gotcha. What, she's, that's what she's doing. Gotcha. Right. Well, the first thing I think we do is we go into anger. Um, we go into anger without a clear ask. Doesn't make sense to be angry unless you've got to ask. <laughs> you know what is it that you're asking for? People can say anything in the world, but that doesn't mean that they get a right to do it. It doesn't mean that they get a right to affect you. But because so many of us are programmed and conditioned and educated to think like men, we respond like men. And when I mean men, I don't mean two-legged beasts. 
I mean, I mean in the masculine energy and it becomes competitive, it becomes aggressive, it becomes against them. And that's not who we are as, as women, it just isn't. Um, and I think for black women, particularly for us, the way that we've been programmed and conditioned and educated in the society to expect less, to accept less, mm -hmm. To be angry and to complain, but to not really step into our authentic self, our authentic power as women, and create what we want. Even if what do you think about the statement that she just made? Do you feel like black women are made to accept less, less than other races of women? Um, yeah, less healthcare. I think black women are looked at as being stronger can take more um than other women i think black women are if you put a scale up i think black women are looked at to be the most masculine women out of all the all other women um black women are probably the most over sexualized women so they take less respect and um you know um and I think black women are conditioned to um to um build, you know, build a little bit more than other women are. When you say build, what do you mean? Build um build like you know when you when we think about um when we think about like um black movies, we think about the matriarch, we think about Big Mama's house, and we think about you know always, always you know we always think about I we look at the the, the black woman as more of a matriarch, mm -hmm. you know when we think about um man even like housekeepers and, and all that you go out and you get a you get a black black woman I mean black women build households they they build homes, mm -hmm. so I think black women are you know looked at as you know you know yeah. I felt like you know, yeah. yeah. Okay, right. but um, I do want to stay on this. Um, they're playing chess right right now, cause um, Ayana definitely countered her with a um, with a nice you know retort. You know, um, she just tried to say you know, black women are more aggressive, and um, you know they're they're having a good cat and mouse game right right now. They are. Um, I could see that. Like you could visually see her facial expressions, yeah, and her body language, yeah, is a bit like eh. they don't rock with each other. They don't. They're 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 not completely on the same page. No, they're definitely not on the same. Yeah, page. yeah, yeah, yeah. You could definitely, definitely. stick like Ayana looks at her like um who she used to be, and she you know she's not completely a mess. On the surface, mm -hmm. but Ayana feels like you know she could definitely she could, she could definitely do some some work internally, mm -hmm. and um, Ebony's looking to um, dismantle the, the old guard. Gotcha. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Mm. And if that's create the demand, oh no, not here, not today. <laughs> okay, I I hear you articulating yeah, Ayana's masculine uh, energy traits. Um, the competitiveness, uh, the assertiveness. Tell me what, like how you would aggressive, feminine aggressiveness. Aggressive. Uh, grace. Aggressive. Yeah, aggressive, not assertive. It's okay for a woman to be assertive. Uh, grace, mm. first of all. 
I think we've lost our grace. We, we move in such a harsh and hard way. Grace, compassion, um, nurturing, nourishing, um, elegance. How about majesty? How about divinity? How about holiness? This is not a language you hear coming out of most women's mouths. Based on what she said, is that on men? Is that on black men? No, that's on capitalism. That's on the that's on the nature of of having to scrap for the dollar, having to compete. Oh, so you don't blame that on black men? No, that's not that's not on black men. That's on playing. That's on having to play the game. Like that right right there is having to play the game. Like I, if, I assume if, if you, that you would have said that the fact that black men are not providing for them the reason why they have to we ain't get there be yet, this bro. way. We ain't get there yet. Okay. No. Nah, nah, okay. Nah, nah, nah. I'm still. I'm like. Listen, I'm pro-black. Black mm-hmm. men, black women, black unity, black family. Whoever takes the blame on certain things takes the blame. I think that's the product of um, playing the game. You know, mm-hmm. if 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 you um if you lift weights and you're in the, the gym, you you get calluses. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that that's the callus of trying to you know climb the corporate ladder. Gotcha. Women losing their femininity, losing their their grace, and losing their you know it's a little clunky. They're 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 wearing heels, but you can hear them things click clack from up the, up the hall. Mm-hmm. You know, got you. I got you. But they'll talk about being a boss, being a diva, being you know in charge, and see of us are either not seated in our throne as queens, or we're in the throne and the crown is crooked. Meaning we're in the throne and we don't really know how to hold that place without the masculine aggressiveness and demanding and attachment. And it's it's killing us. It really is. So in an, in a recent interview, yeah, her, her body language is like crazy. Club, uh, that went very viral for very good reason. Uh, you said that women are being trained to be men in skirts. Um, yeah. I, I will acknowledge, I will I will say I was triggered, I was a hit dog, and I hollered to, to the entire production team to, to get you here today, because I, I actually think you're right. I think you're right, Ayanla. I do think um, that, I'll just speak for myself vulnerably, uh, when I think of a masculine um, posture and what I would expect a man to do in my life, uh, two things come top of mind, and they are provide, and they are protect. And when my lived experience, she disarmed her by telling her she was right. Uh huh. You know I mean, she 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 disarmed her by telling her she was she was right, but then came in and told her why she was right, and then continued. You know, this is where she's gonna start shitting on black black men. Mm -hmm. This is the part right here when she's gonna start. You know, with the protect and provide things, and um, you know. We are, we are that that's our our role in 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 any society. Men are here to p- protect and p- provide, you know. Yeah. But that's not the reason why she would have to, you know, be so masculine, you know. Yeah, I I I get it, and she'll she'll, I think uh, uh we'll keep going, we'll keep going, we'll keep going. It's, um and. I think I'm still relatively young, I guess, but I'm 40 in in, in September. So, you know, I've I've had some 
some relationships, and I've yet to find a man who has shown up, and this includes even my father who was absent. I've yet to have a male energy that provided or protected me consistently ever. Mm -hmm. So I think that mm -hmm. I have taken on the rank. Hold on. I want to, one thing I don't understand is this, right? If you have never had that, how do you know what that looks like? How do you know what that looks like? If you're saying What's your father mean? wasn't there, mm -hmm. you haven't had, you, you, you never, you don't really know what that looks like. Where do you get that impression of what it's supposed to look like? Well, this is where the villain origin story starts from. Like, this is where it begins. Like, she was let go. She was let down by her father. She knows what it looked like because she looked around and saw her, her, her peers. She saw people in every walk of life. She saw other women with fathers. Her okay. father let her down. I and, you know, this is where she started to, you know, um, maybe I'm naive, right? Gain her distrust for men. Okay. I I told I get it right, but if you had to kind of explain what kind of protection when 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 the the phrase that keeps it's like a buzz phrase of black women not feeling protected, what exactly does that mean to you? Having to fend for themselves, I feel like black women not being protected. When they say that, what do I hear? Get getting left to raise. The children by themselves getting left vulnerable, having getting left to fend for themselves. It's not just um, you gotta. It's not just uh, mon monetarily. There, there was an epidemic of single motherhood. There was an epidemic of no, I, I people being being left. Like I, I get dated that. plenty of women. I've maybe met one father. Like there aren't a lot of fathers around. No, I I totally get that. Yeah, but sometimes you get a lot of women. That don't have any kids. Right. And in this day and age, a lot of the times, these are women that have no kids at all. Right? Yeah, yeah. And they say black women are least uh, protected. But that's why I'm trying to understand it. I'm really trying to understand it. Well, protected is financially too, like covered, you know? Like, like we discussed it with the wedding episode. The reason why... Your father is supposed to walk you up the aisle to your husband because you're under his covering. You're under your father's covering until he gives you to your husband. And now you're under your husband covering. That's protection. That's everything. That's vulnerability. That's picking you off the mat. And you think when, this is, what, this is what they mean when they say that? Absolutely. Like if this woman grew up without a father, like it's a real th like like we're we're hearing her say it. Well, she's not even in a position to get married, though, so it's not like she doesn't like. Well, we're she's talking not... about baby her. We're, we're, we're talking about the villain or origin story. Like, yeah, yeah, we're, we're talking about yeah. why the Joker became the, the Joker. Everybody becomes who they are for a certain reason. Now we're getting to why she became who she became. There was a distrust for men because. No. The man that was supposed to be there for her mm -hmm. in her early stages of life walked out on her. So she has um, 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 abandonment issues. Yeah. And she, she she has, you know, a distrust for the opposite sex. And it starts there. No. And no. that's a real thing. You know what I mean? Like that, that was happening. This generation now, we're doing much better. There are girl dads, active dads, dads are coaches, dads, dads are everything, but... Yo, I can't say that when I was growing up. I had a lot of friends. Like, I would say 
a smooth 70% of my friends didn't grow up with dads in, in their house. Mm. You know? Dad had another family here. Dad was, you know I me, mean? or dad, I just never, I got friends that I knew for 30 years. I never met their dad. I don't, they don't, they, they haven't seen their dad. Dads are gone. Mm. Dads weren't, weren't in the, the, they weren't in the picture. You know what I mean? So they had to kind of, you know, women had to kind of mutate and kind of be the mom and the dad kind of role. And I think we're going to hear Ayana speak on that a little bit too. Like how she became the mom and, and the dad. So. Okay. All right to protect and provide for myself because what I'm not going to do Ayanla is be without baby it's not happening be without so that be would without be without protection be without protection and be okay. without the necessities of life okay. so so okay. but 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 I say that with an invitation Ayanla check me show me the era of my ways tell me how I might be missing it because I might be okay I too am an alpha woman so I understand what that means. And I tell people all the time, I was a horrible mother. I was a horrible mother. I was a great father. <laughs> I was a horrible mother mm. because I had never been mothered. So I didn't know how to affirm, mm. how to nurture, how to nourish, how to um, guide. I knew how to direct, how to demand, how to discipline. And like you said, provide and protect. Those are masculine energies. And the, the distinction here is men build, women create. So we know how to build. We know how to get to the external and get. That's what I said. The women had had to build. You know what I mean? The black woman has to build, you know? Well, she said men build, women create. Yeah. But you agree with what she said, though? So far, yeah, I think Ayana's on 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 on, on point, and I um, you know, I don't think really, I don't think Ebony's really soaking it up yet, but um, no, you could you could tell based on her energy is that it, it, she's like she she doesn't agree. You can tell she does not agree. Yeah, and I could get it because it's based on her experience in life. You understand yeah. what I mean? Um, she's not as old. She she's not the same age as I Ayana. Mm-hmm. And um, her traumas are her traumas. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? And people have the right to feel the way they the, the way they feel, right? But my my biggest thing is that if you're sitting there and you're, you're like, it's, it seems like she's trying to deflect on based on her traumas, and she's putting everyone in this particular s- space of, especially specifically black men. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's what we do. We 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 speaking generalities, right? Like when we, we when we yeah. do shows, we're talking. You know, we do. And but big, I I, big I think picture. I think we say certain things, and people say certain things, and it's like, all right, well, it seems like you got a platform, and people may may uh, take what you say as sort of gospel, and you may put some facts in with your opinions. Yeah. And people take it as like, yo, everything is the truth, right? Mm. Um, but she's trying to get her shit off. She you know? is. Ayana's she ready. Is. Ayana, but, Ayana is well prepared for this and every question and everything. Like Ayana is is a seasoned pro. I get it. You know? But but sometimes you got to understand, like Ayana's on the show today yeah. on this particular show. Yeah. But she does this show every you know every, every so yeah. often. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. she's able to she's damn near to, doing her show on Ebony's show. Exactly. Yeah. So th- this is the thing. Like, 
we have these people that are able to kind of give out misinformation. They'll put stats in certain situations, but then they um, will add their opinions on top of it. Yeah. And it'll make a, a whole demographic of people look bad. Right. Well, well, we spoke on this in the, in the beginning of this episode of like what you're cons- 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 consuming. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be careful of what you're consuming and you got to trust who, you, who you're getting it from. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, a, a lot of these people get indoctrinated by certain people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, I, I feel like Ebony K. Williams is speaking for a, a, a moderate section of black women. I get it. With a mistrust, had to seemingly pull themselves up by the by the bootstraps, gathered all their resources. Mm-hmm. I got all, all my resources, and it's like, yo, listen, before you come, you know what I mean, and I gotta share this with you. What are you bringing to the table? Uh, I don't even think it's no sharing, mm-hmm. but yeah, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. These are two lawyers sparring though. Like they 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 getting to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I think Ayana got her in the first first couple of rounds so far though. <laughs> this shit uh, like commentary. It's like boxing. Mm-hmm. Get the work done and drive and push and do it, do it, do it. We don't know how to be still, create it and allow it to come to us. And I learned that when I lost everything. I learned how to create because I had already built and it all crumbled. The house, the husband, the job, the contracts, the professional career in the world, stripped of it all. Who's worth more money? All the attachments, the necessities of life, the creature comforts, until I was stripped down to the bare bone, and then I had to learn how not to build. Build is external. Create is internal. And we as women have the power to create and attract anything we desire. (laughs) Hold on. You saw what she just did? Mm-mm. You didn't see how she blew her breath out and t- she took a, a deep breath. Yeah. And as if I'm tired of hearing this chick speak. Like, or I ain't make the same mistakes you made, old lady. Why, why you preaching this to, to me? I'm not there yet. Ayana Van Zandt is worth four million. Um, Ebony K. Williams is worth three. Okay. She she got a million up on a young buck. Yeah. Yeah. But you gotta take into account and this 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 is this is what uh is, is very important to me, right? Because you got somebody like Ebony K. Williams that will um get on and she will throw out stats. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But then based on the sat stats, you won't make decisions based on that right yeah so they're quick to they're quick to do it but then it's like all right you expect a different result right or you you expect things to go a certain way when you know you you already laid out the stats of what things are what they are right so we were talking earlier uh early in the week about the list of of uh the median income of different races of people, yeah. right? And black people were sadness, at the, sadness, the the bottom of the list, right? Black Americans. But even though, like, black women, they will, they, they will quote all the statistics of 
we got the most degrees. We're the most educated. We're starting to we're starting to out earn men in certain areas and this, that, and the third. And uh, as a race, we make the least amount of money. But they will still want a man. They will still come with. I want a man that has what I have or has more. That's hypergamy, isn't it, Ron? Hypergamy is women date at level or above. You know, they don't want to build a man. They don't want struggle love. You know, um, to shoot black women some bail. But if they if they want to date black men, mm-hmm. is it realistic? Like this is these are, these are the trials and the tribulations that you kind of got to go through, in a sense. Why? What like, do you mean why? Because because yo, you, you can't. Ever, you, you ever ran? You, this is you what I'm saying. Ran, they, ran, they're ran, the ones ran, that run. They they bring out the stats. You the stats ran, are the stats. The stats are the stats. The stats are the stats. Men lie, women lie, numbers don't. But on on the flip side, if you're running a relay race, if you're on a team, and someone is dragging down the team, you got to be like, yo, fam, you got to get in the gym more, practice more. You got to whip your teammates in, into shape. Okay. We're a team. Black women and black men are a, a team. No, right now, if they're up, like, in every society is 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 judged off of their men. We don't judge societies off of women. Yes. Black Americans mm-hmm. are judged off of the men. Mm-hmm. So if the women are looking at the black men and being like, yo, listen, guys, we got to, you know, pick up the slack a little bit. Yo, we got to... T- same way Kevin Samuels k- kicked the women's back then, and 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 and, and okay. did all that. We have to be able to look in the mirror and be yeah. like, "Yo, maybe we we do got to earn a little bit more, get, okay. get a no, little no. bit more I- serious about earning." Even if black women were giving grants and you know things like that to 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 go to college and you know th- incentives mm-hmm. and things like that, as a man. There's there's no excuses. All right, never. But excuse. let's go back to the stats. The stats are, they are education faster, uh, incomes are going higher. Yeah. Uh, home ownership. Home ownership, entrepreneurship, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, when you when you're leading, is it up for you, for you to just say, yo, I'm in the lead, and that's it, and and just. Yo, uh, it's you, nasty. You, you, you gonna you gonna do the Dion Yo, Ron, dance, Ron? Or it, or or are you gonna bring up your community? They bringing up the community, but yo, fam, it's nasty for them to be up on us. Like you don't have that disdain. You don't got that nasty taste in your mouth. When I looked at that list, you looking at that list like yo, oh well, I guess we gotta do better, nigga. That list is on the house is on fucking fire. The house is on fire. That list is nasty. It, the, the, like yo, we are getting embarrassed. The list is the publicly. List, we are being in, but we the list is we are failing. I'm, we are in the bottom of the list. Corporate, when when the bottom is always the first to get axed, mm-hmm. always the first to go. You cut the fat. Yeah. Right now, black men are the fat. Let's fucking shape up. Let's 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 get it together. Let's get out of our fucking feelings. F bombs. Pardon. Let's get out our whole ass feelings and let's get to work. Let's build those businesses. Let's take care of the babies. Let's put the babies to school. Is there, let's take care is of everything. There, is there something wrong with black men needing help? Who puts training wheels back on the bike? Your kid could ride a bike, right? 
He fall. You gonna mm-hmm. put the training wheels back on? What kind of hump you want, big nigga? What, what you want? What you want? Some crutches? What you want? A wheelchair? I don't what know. You, what you want? I don't know. What the fuck is that help? What a bitch gonna do for us? What? 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 The, what do you want? <laughs> I don't know. I Yo, don't give know. me some pussy in the plate. Let me get to work. All right. All right. Okay. Come on, man. All right. Cut this whole shit out, man. Man, we on some old shit right now. You feeling bad for niggas and all that, man? Let's get to work, man. Let's get this paper up, yo. Now we're in a down season. We're in the rebuild season. Yo, the, let's just let's how 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 do we re- rebuild? Looking in the mirror and saying that we got to rebuild first. It starts with actualization. Just saying it, bro. Come on, man. That's not real world. That's not real. Like, that's, like, like, like we, that's not we, real we world solution. We sitting here reviewing two women talking about us. About black men, my my paper up, I'm, I'm good. Mm. But the youngins, I niggas want to be rappers and fucking AAU stars. Like niggas want to be black. Every every kid want to be a, a a hooper or, or or fucking rapper. It's time time to get them trades in order. It's time to get the businesses in order. Being a business is not you know driving Uber is not being an entrepreneur. That's another thing too. That gig industry is fooling a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yo, let's get it t- together, black men. Let's get it. Together, let's light this fire up under us. What do they do? They go to college. You just saying college. I didn't say college. What do you? You got to. You got to give. You got to give real world solutions. We'll get there. I'll think about it. Let Yana rock a little bit. Let let Yana fix my life a little. Don't get still. We won't shut up. And we manage everything through fear, control, and survival. She's supposed to. Yeah, very. Imagine getting an argument with her in the crib. Oh my God. And blooming or flourishing. Mm. Complete different thing. But since we've never been trained, we haven't been trained, we haven't been taught. So we do it the way we were taught to do it, which is very masculine in nature. And very external. That's, I feel, you you are describing me to a T, Mr. Yala. Now, is this why you are conducting a rites of passage program so that women, um, all of black women in particular, can learn to create? Women, so that we can learn our authentic power, that we can learn the distinction between a powerful woman and a woman in her power. There's a distinction, but there are skills and tools and practices and processes that we have to learn. At every age, the 20s have a process, the 30s have a process, the 40s have a 50, 60, we each have a process. And if you don't learn your 20 process, you're gonna be doing it at 50. If you don't complete your 30 process, you're going to be doing it at 60. And that means you'll be running on overdrive. As, as far as um, learning yourself and doing certain things that when you're 30 mm-hmm. versus 40 versus yeah. 50, 60. Uh-huh. Well, Ron, I mean, yeah, age is a diff is a is is. That's the problem. Age is the problem. Age is why we are here. Men, corporate, anybody, anybody, men, women in their corporate age, if you're working towards acquiring assets and being your best earning and maximizing your earning potential, you work until you're about um, 35 and 40. That's when you kind of hit your 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 earning potential. That's that's really when you get in your earning bag. 
Yeah, you hit your stride. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a dangerous age for women. By the time a woman hits 35 and hasn't had any children, um, she's looking at having a close to high risk, you know, pregnancy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, looks are fading a bit, you know. Men gain their value with age. Women kind of lose their value with age. Men gain their value with the more resources that they they get, you know. Mm-hmm. Women, men don't really, you know, uh, non-predatory men don't really worry about what a woman has, you know? And that's the dangerous game that she's playing. Ebony K. Williams is 40. She got her eggs in the freezer, you know? Um, she's playing, uh, she, she, she's on thin ice. She's on just about as thin as ice as the eggs is. She doesn't want to, con- like, I, I, I don't think... A woman like her really wants to conceive, right? Um, and this is this is why the show is titled "I Think Men Should Avoid Women Like This." Be going. I think the energy that women like this give, they don't really have love for anything. Nicole, like, Nicole. Yeah, it's Ayana just, said she was a terrible mother. What do you think Ebony's gonna be? You think she's gonna be able to? Soften up those those hard edges? No, not Just at that, all. That fast? Not you know? at all. Not I would love. All. I don't really know too much about Ayana Van Zant and um how she raised her her kids, but if it's coming out of her, her her own mouth, you could rest assured that she's you know. Me watching this one, watching this interview, right? right. You got one woman that's thirty nine years old, mm. one woman that's probably in her sixties, probably close to seventy, and. Getting ready for grandkids, getting getting, getting ready, ready for grandkids yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. But like me feeling more of an attraction to the older woman because of her uh divinity and her femininity is it's crazy. Right? If you if well, you, she's a woman who made mis- mistakes, like she's paid her 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 her, no, her penance. I get it. Like, I get it. She's, but she's re- reformed. You calling her you you're calling her reformed, but I could see this other woman not feeling like there's no, there's no mistakes. This is how it's supposed to be. She's 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 in the game, Ron. You can't see it when you're in the game. You blinded by the lights, man. And she could she always ripping be ripping and game. running. She's trying to be on the next one. She's trying to go viral. Every she's trying to do this. She got her book coming out. She's running. She's running. She's running. She in the game. I don't. She got to make meet that right guy. That that's gonna make this a right person for everybody. Possibly, but there are some people that they reach their finish line, and they don't meet that guy. And that's sad. It's very sad. Yeah. But, no, you got to understand, like, what they prioritize, right. right? She could always prioritize being in the game other than having a child or having a significant other. A lot of times, I think women like her, having a child is just a notch in the belt. It's another goal that's set that she wants to accomplish. Or just a byproduct from her um from from her younger days. Yeah. And that like sometimes I feel like sometimes these women get the 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 feminine urge of like, yo, my body's telling me I should, you know, procreate, I should have a kid or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's all that is, right? But realistically don't really want to do it. But it's just like, yo, it's something that's innate in them. But 
I don't think she she's the type of woman that really wants to do that. Like who this this is what I don't really get also like women preparing to be single mothers, right? You're sitting here talking about the trauma that you had with your father not being around, but you're going to freeze an egg and try to do the same exact thing? Well, I think the egg's frozen is for if she does meet somebody and she can't naturally con- conceive, then maybe they could do it that, that, that way. And you feel I think like, it's just a, like an insurance policy. And, it, and if she doesn't meet anybody, it's like, all right, I won't have no kids or anything. No, and well, in that case, then you break the glass to, you know, to, to, to get the fire extinguisher out and you get the egg out and you get that quarter brat see if she got that leftover white sperm and then you get some of that in there. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 to the brat going to get that white sperm and, and doing a whole bunch of talking about it. It's so corny. It's, it's weird to me when I see men that find this attractive and I really feel like men that find a woman like her attractive are more or less like beta Beta men, predatory, um, not even predatory. Well, uh, or men who got enough going on for themselves. Yo, there's somebody for no, everybody. Man, no. she has her men that got shit going yo, on. They they not dude, gonna want to deal with. There's her. a dude right now who is 48, getting a, a divorce from his wife. Everything is set up, and he's probably eyeing her. He why he, he got a poor why foot. why why would he? Cause men love challenges, dog. You, yo, dudes are licking their chops to wait, to, wait, to, wait. to to get her in line. Men like marrying challenges, or they yes. they like conquering challenges. They like conquering challenges. Yeah, men right. are looking at her. I yo, think, I think it's a lot of men, men that it, would have sex with her. It's, it's slim pickings too. But would would a lot of men marry her? I don't think she right now. Looking at her, she wouldn't make the greatest mother, but. I feel like men would take on that challenge. No, I think what she's going to attract, she's somewhat masculine. She's going to attract a somewhat feminine man. A man, you're not, she's not going to attract the man that is going to be a masculine man. It's not going to work. It just doesn't work. Like, as much as we... You're, you're downplaying the masculinity of, of, of men. I like mean women. I like like my wife when I met her. Mean doesn't she mean was, she was masculine. Barking on, mean, no, like she mean, was training somebody no. barking on her. Mean and that attracted not, me no, to. No. I like I like women with See, like a little. Edge. You're assuming you're assuming mean is masculine. No, mean is masculine. No, it's not. No, it's not. A lot of times, the 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 essence of masculinity is like, I don't have to be mean. I, I'm I'm, I have power. I don't have to be mean. I have. I have have discernment. I could just, I could say, and what I say is what it is. You understand what I'm saying? I don't have to be mean about it. Yeah. I could say something with a smile on my face, but it, it, whatever I say, it goes. That's masculinity. Right. So being, being mean is not masculine. Right. Um, a woman, a woman could be mean or, uh, the, some of the meanest women, when they when they <laughs> when they run into a man, they could, was she being mean to a man or was she being mean to a woman? She was being mean to a man. Yeah. When she was training him. Yeah. And what what what, what did the guy look like? Um, I think Asian. 
a woman meets a man that she could be somewhat attracted to or she would like or whatever like that, the meanest woman will melt when it comes to the right man. Okay. So that that's not that's not a masculine trait. I was the right man. I looked at that challenge. I didn't look at it and was like, oh, that's too masculine. I wanna I wanna nah, I looked at it like No, some some men some men that. like that, some men won't deal with that. I'll take that. Some men some men like that, some men won't deal with that. But I don't think that's a masculine trait. Okay. Right? And that, that that's just that's all I'm saying. And um as far as her, I think it's more or less like even if you assert yourself, you show yourself, you show your leadership, she's not going to she she's too kinda I hate to say this, but like she's not going to be able to build with somebody. Nah, she's she's right she's though. running on her, she's running her own race. All right. Right. Drive instead of seated in your power. Yes. And the secrets are there. They come from our culture. They come from our history. But no one has taught us. So me, as an, a descendant of Africans and Native Americans, I have a very lovely blend and mix. And I just, for a long time, I, I, I didn't do it because women in general, they, they, they don't want to hear. They think their way is right. And they're, I'm crazy when I say sit down, shut up and listen. And you can create what you want. They don't want to hear that. Well, I want to hear it. So tell me when the sign up is. Um, I don't want to miss it. Uh, let me know when, when you take it registrations, uh, because I am curious. Um, I, I yeah, yeah. I, I had a very lovely um, single black mother, um, and, and I'm going to get to the statistics on single black motherhood and and, and family life. Uh, but she was by by definition more of a father figure in terms of providing and protecting. Um, and I, and I think that's very common. So according to men are pretty much reduced to, they keep saying protection, but it seems like the provider thing trumps that. And What's it's, it's kind of indis- indistinguishable. It's like, it's that? interchangeable as provider, far as yes, provider. Yes. Provider. It is up to us to provide. Yes. Why do you have a, you provide for your family. Why are you telling people not to? I'm not telling people not to. So what are you right? telling people? Please. I, what I be, what I'm te- what I'm telling people is that too much a pressure? man is not. No, it's not. It's not. An, it's not too much Please, pressure. Be clear, because right? I don't even understand. Um, but a man shouldn't just be reduced to his income. I'm not saying that. Not if saying you listen that. to if you listen to this woman and you listen to this interview, mm-hmm. she entertain like she interchanges the provider and the protector shit with income. She bases it on income, even yeah. when she said like. Well, I I've been I haven't seen a masculine presence. I haven't seen protection, but I'm gonna go do it myself. And she's just talking about money. She's talking about providing for herself. It costs money to live. So yeah, I get it. Yeah, and she's talking about herself as a child. She was talking about what her mother no she no and then her. she no she said as a child and then she said as moving forward I'm going to have what I need. For myself, baby, that's what she said, and she she was talking uh, specifically about money. Well, we asked this the other day. We asked this when we had um, Yolanda on the show during the dating stage. What what husband duties do men do to show value? How do you show value? Like, what do we do? How do we when when a woman when a woman is used to being on her own? How do we interject? Like, how do how do we add value to their lives? You know, and how do we you know let them know that you know 
I feel like Kevin Samuels implemented fit, feminine, and friendly. I feel, and that's for for you know for women. Women, men have to be responsible, resourceful, and reasonable. No, mm-hmm. I feel like responsible. You have to have your your no no. Not not reasonable, respectful, um, responsible. You you have to have your basics in order. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. You have to have um, transportation. You should have, um, you know, shelter. Shelter. You know, you should be able to feed yourself. You mm-hmm. should be able to do certain things for you for yourself. Pay your bills. Everything should be on on track. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. You, you should be on track to take on a, a woman. Resourceful. Is basically being able to gather resources in order to raise raise a family. Because raising a family, a woman is going to have to take a back seat in her career. You are going to have to get in the driver's seat. You are going to have to be the driver of that bus. That's fine. You know what I mean? You so she's going to have to trust you, and you're going to have to keep up with everything while she is. How does it, okay? How does having it, the the baby, raising the the baby, and being the part-time work, not part-time worker, but she's going to be less of a worker than, than you. You are going to ultimately take on the workload because for her to stay in, in her femininity, you have to allow her to be a mother. You have to allow her to take that time off if the baby's sick. You have to allow her to be there for the for the PTA meeting. You have to be there. You have to, you, you have to allow yeah. her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in the same way you have to allow her that, women, you have to allow the man to get the results that you guys are looking for as a collective, right? I can attest to I didn't have it all together when I got married. And what age was that about? About 28. Right. She's right? 40, Ron. No, I get it. I get it. It's right. fine. Right. All right? But you got to understand the demographic of people that she's speaking to, right? You got women that graduate college at 22 years old and they may be 28, six years in their career. They have a job or five years, four years in their career, mm-hmm. and they're making a decent income. Decent, right? right. But they're, they're, they're speaking as if they're like her, right? But, like, if you put a, a man, a stand-up dude, right, a superior man, you put his back against the wall, or not necessarily against the wall, if you put him in a situation where he has to provide, a lot of men will come through, Right. But we're talking about women that are telling men that they have to come to the table with certain things already in place. Give a give a man a chance to make good on his 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 if it's a promise, if it's what you guys discuss or whatever. Right. And this this is what we're not getting at this point. No, right. you're not gonna get any argument from from. For, We're not getting for, at the for like, yo, a certain age. We can't we can't front like 30, anybody has it together. At, at when her they, age, she's looking for someone who has it together. Twenty eight, thirties, whatever. When a man is is still on the rise and still on the grind and still trying to her hit, shit is different. Maximum. Her shit is know, different. Stuff. Right. The, the the reason why her shit is different, if she wants a dude to match her, a dude that's. 39 or 40 years old, right? First of all, a dude that's 39 that's worth $3 million, he's not going to date another 39-year-old. He could date a 25-year-old, yeah. a 30-year-old. Yeah. 
Right. That's why when I said the perfect guy for her, it's going to be 48 coming off a, a, a divorce. She's going to she's going to marry a divorcee with kids, but he's going to be established. Possibly. That's her market. Possibly. Yeah. And he he might not be black. He Possibly. Won't, won't be black. Possibly. A 48 year old. I feel like a 48 year old also. I don't think they're in too much of a different ballpark of the other guy. But the thing is, like, if I'm 48 years old and I'm worth more than you, I'm worth, let's say you worth three, I'm worth five. Why am I fucking with you? You're not going to, like, you're going to be doing what you're doing at this point. You're not going to shut that down. Like, what I what I need a chick that's, what I need a wife for at 48 years old that's going to be absentee, that's going to be uh, running all around the world. And she's not going to be with me anyway. What's the point of getting married to somebody at that point? Because she's probably not going to want any kids at that. You, you could probably, if you don't want any more kids, you could probably talk her into not having any kids. But okay. I could, I could, I could still get a woman that's 39 years old that's available to me. Right? If I'm 48 and I want to keep having sex with a 39-year-old, she got to be there for me to have sex with her. And for us to spend time like this, this, like yo, this is what women don't get. This is what they don't get. Like yo, bro, you could, you could, you could keep on talking about. And this is what I'm saying about the stats and everything like that. What is your, what does all that shit mean to me? If it don't really mean shit to you, and when I say it don't really mean shit to them, is the fact that you got all this stuff, but then you want to come and you want me to take care of you. So what does it matter? So what are you talking about it for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're talking about how educated you are, how much money you make and all that good shit and what you got. So the real man doesn't care about that shit. Yeah, he don't yeah. care about that. And then you you come in a situation and you want me to have more than you anyway. So you want me to take care of you anyway. Yeah. So that shit don't mean That's shit. Nice. So if it, if it don't mean shit to you, what it mean shit? Why does it mean anything yeah, to me? Look at my rock collection. Look at that. You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Come on. Let's, let's you know what I mean? Yeah. So <clears throat> this is where we're at. This is where we're at. It's window dressing. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yo, bro, you're trying to sell something that people are not buying. Dudes we are don't not care buying. about that. Men don't care about men don't care about, you know, what, you know, like we spoke about last week with um with um Harvey. You know what I mean? We're the table. We got the four legs. We got the top. You're gonna dress the table. You're gonna put the cutlery and put the flowers on the table. Like that's mm-hmm. what we need that femininity for. We're the structure. They're the grace. And we're talking about women that are, quote, unquote, supposed to be rich, right? Tell me, give me, you give me an example of a rich woman that married another rich man. Usually rich women marry younger, broke men. Yeah. Look at Cher. Cher's up, what, like, 360 million? And she was running, running around with, she's she's like 70. She was running around. No, she's like 80. She was, she was running around with some yes. young dude. This is what you get. Yeah, yeah. This is what you get. It. Like, yo, you can't you can't assume that. Now, I'm not saying it can't happen. It, anything could happen, right? But the majority of if you if you're striving to be to 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 be rich mm. and you want to be rich, let's say you work whatever how, how many millions of dollars, mm. most women that are in that category they date men that don't have anything. What do you think of her odds of getting getting married? Give me a percentage. Happily married. To to the man that she like to yeah. to what that she wants? Yeah. Twenty percent. 
Twenty percent. I'll take that. Twenty percent. Yeah. Um, to get exactly what she's looking yeah, for. I'm comfortable now, with those now, now, no, to get to get exact. No, no. You know what? Let me let me rephrase that. If she gets a dude that's older, like you said, yeah, older, twenty five percent. Yeah, older. Now, if she but established, if she, it, it, divorced, all right. If she, if couple she, of kids. Yeah, if she wants that, because that's what she was engaged to before. She was date. She was engaged to a man, mm-hmm. divo- freshly divorced with um, with with kids. COVID hit. Everybody was kind of like stuck in place. He left he to went go back to his family. He went back to his family. You know that don't it. seem like that. That's media shit. That sounds like a spin. Yeah, then it goes back to his family. He's engaged to you to a whole nother woman. Then he goes back to his family. That, that don't really make sense. Well, the world was ending. He'd rather be with his family. No, he's he he was uh, he was fucking with you on the side. Mm. Dang. And he say, "I'm going back to my family. I'm going back to my wife." Niggas don't. Like, yo, I'm already done with my wife and everything like that. I'm divorced and I'm going back to them? No. Uh-uh. For the U.S. Census, Ayanla, 23% of households in the country are single parent households, and we know 80% of them are led by women. How does this affect the child? Uh, both l- little girls, little boys, non binary children. How does, how does that frame their expectation um, of women when the mother is in It all depends on. It all depends on what the mother or the woman demonstrates about being a woman. If she's demonstrating that it's hard and it's rough and nobody's helping me and, and, and I gotta do this and you gotta do it this way, then that's what the children are gonna get. If she's angry because she's alone, if she's desperate because, if she's not conscious, if she's not careful. I mean, when I look at uh, the damage that I did to my children, not being clear about who I am as a feminine expression of the chief architect and creator of the universe. When I understand that I didn't know that and how to tap into that and the damage I did to my children who I love with all my heart, as soon as I discovered how off I was, I confessed it to them and asked them to watch me as I rebuilt who I was. And I'm still very alpha but I'm in my throne and my crown is straight. <laughs> okay. I'm looking forward to straightening my crown, uh, Dr. Ayana. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let's get to the logistics, though. Let's get to the logistics. Mm. We know that black women are earning college degrees faster than anybody else. Alpha, Many of yeah, us alpha. are doing yeah, like, like, like we're doing, Ayana. We're getting those terminal degrees, those JDs, MD, PhDs. We also are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs, uh, along with Latina women. There you go with the stats. Pew Research said that women are now out-earning men, out-earning men in 22 of the largest cities in America, including where I live, New York, D.C., L.A., you name it. When we talk, and I know that you've said that you cannot teach a man or tell a man how to be a man, so I will not ask you to indict men in this question. But I do want you to speak, Ayanla, to... You indict men. How women need to, uh, I don't know, position ourselves so that we can be in our divinity, so we can have our crowns right, how we can create and not build, when some of us, quite frankly, feel that the men that are available to us, and I'm talking about across the color spectrum, across the age spectrum, trust me, I've done them all, um, they are not positioned <laughs> to protect nor provide because of some of the statistics we just talked about. They're not earning the incomes. They're not having the resources, and some of them are not even showing up in the leadership. Would you date a bus driver? 
You. Would you date if a If he bus owns guy? the bus. If he owns no. it. If he owns the bus. See, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. Because the standards and requisites, and I'm not talking about him laying on his sofa playing video games. That's it. That's where we got to. Like, that's, that's, that's where we went viral. That's where she went viral. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. Would you dare the bus driver? I feel like the bus driver is the, um, is the allegory for a, um, nine to five man. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like that's where she showed her, you know, classism, you know, it wasn't even about him having a, a real estate portfolio or owning a restaurant or owning a business or doing anything like like that it was just about the the status of being seen with somebody who raised nine you know worked a nine to five or someone who who worked a regular job and you know i'm saying a lawyer is a nine to five job bro. it is you know especially you, i mean we're not gonna do that but yeah like yeah you know like it is we're not tripping on it, you know. It is it is what it is. Like, listen, we the way I grew up, and we look at her, she's the bougie chick. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And we let the bougie chick hang with, you know, find find herself like, like a Carlton or something. Like, you know what I mean? Find the bougie dude. We yeah. we good on you. It's sweat off our back. Like Hit dog, like a lot of dudes up in arms over this, but yo, they, these women are around all the time, yo, thumbing their noses up, yo, like yo, these are bougie chicks, yo, we we good on them, we've been good on them, we know we can't build with with them, we cannot get a bougie chick to be feminine, we cannot get a bougie chick to submit, we can't get no matter there's what, some, what there's your some paper, feminine bougie chicks. It's like fake feminine. It's like that. You know what I mean? It's that, you know, it's not that real. It's, 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 it's for sure. I, I, get, I get what you're saying. I get you know what you're saying, but I'm talking about the bougie chick that's like, she won't date. Now how you bougie without a pops? <laughs> she won't, she won't date uh, a dude that doesn't have bread, but she knows that the reason why she's able to get that man is based on her femininity, yeah. not based on like uh, her accolade, accolades or anything like that. Yeah. Um, this is what I'm saying. Like you said, you made a comment of how you bougie without a pops. Yeah. Right. So as far as you talking about classism, right? Mm. Yo, a lot of black folks are not like literally like maybe. Not even a, a generation removed from poverty, right? Just because your family, you know, if your family was poor and then you went to college and all of a sudden you got a good job, that doesn't mean you're out of, you're out of the mud. Because you still probably got aunties, uncles, mothers, everything like that, that's still living a certain way, Right. And it's, yeah. it's crazy to me they that they all pulled themselves up and they pulled you up top. Like you the Lion King baby. Like, like but the, you they, know what, you, you know, know what it is though? Mm. You know what it is? There's not a requirement of a woman that succeeds to bring people up. Nah, this is not. And it never was. And that's the problem. And that's why we don't ask them to build us up. We don't ask a woman to build us up. We ask a woman to ride for us. We ask a, what about a woman to what about men that do that though? Men are men. Listen, weight the weight women and men are built different. 
men are built to put weight on their shoulders. Women are built to put weight on their hips. We live in a different society. No, 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 no. Okay. Just now skip what I'm saying, man. Okay. Men are built to put the weight of the <laughs> world on our shoulders. We carry the weight on the shoulders. We build. Women nurture. They carry their weight on their hip. You see, baby, you see women carrying triplets. You know what I mean? They, you know, they, yo, that's where women are strong. Men are strong in the other way. We can't expect women to take on the, the, the role of birthing our society and building it. It's not fair. No, I don't think that's what we're, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm asking. I'm not asking them to, to birth and build, right? I'm asking them that based on the circumstances that we have, right? And this is the thing we have to be realistic about. Our circumstances and our community is, is not the same as every other community. Why? If I tell you why, you're going to say it's an excuse and it's not a reason. What's the difference between the black, the black American community and the, um, as you said, like an Indian? East, East India. Well, they, they probably come with more resources. And they have a better uh, internal structure as far as their family is concerned. Right? And okay. they I think they, they have a, a better structure as far as who leads and who, 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 who follows and who follows suit. They have a structure as far as like they do have a a man and woman thing, but they also have an elder thing, right? They take guidance from their elders, right? Um, if we're talking about a whole a whole like generation of black men that were, it's gonna it's gonna it, all right. You gotta you gotta you have to talk about why they're absentee. Right, you're right. Drugs, incarceration, things you're like right. that. You are right. Right yeah. now, you're gonna say that's an excuse. Yeah. Right, that's an excuse. Right. Nah, I'm here. All right, but they they weren't there. Right. Um. But either way, even though you you, the, you know what the funny shit about it is, is that the women that are from that generation that had this all is happening to their to their men when it comes to the drug trade, incarceration, things like that. They show more respect to men than the newer generations, and they had to go through it. Right? It's crazy that you'll see you'll see a woman, right, a, a, a modern woman, critique men or critique black men, and they didn't go through shit. Right? They didn't really go through shit. They they didn't really have too many problems with men. Right? They may, they may have had the issue with their pops, That's maybe or maybe not, That's maybe or maybe not, okay. right? Yeah. But then the woman who dealt with the man, the man left her. She's not as as scorned as the daughter, right? And now it's like, yeah, niggas, I, I can't depend on no man. We sit on YouTube, the black male community, the alpha male, the... um. Not, not, not the alpha male, the um, red pill male community sits on YouTube and we complain about the 
the modern, you know, woman. She's too masculine, not fit, feminine, and friendly. Um, we're going overseas to get more um, submissive wives. Yeah. We sit here, we kick their back in, and there's second. Well, why, that what are we talking about? What are we the, talking the about? The main thing, even you, you're talking about provision, yeah, right? Yeah. And the reason why they're going over there is because. All right. They expect less from us. Well, no, not expect less. Yeah. If 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 you value no, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Uh-huh. If you value me at my income and I don't make a lot of income, and all right, my income is not good enough for you, it's good enough for them over there. Right? Yeah. If 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 that's all I'm valued as is my income. We're lowering the bar. Instead of meeting the expectation. How are we are we, we lowering the bar, right? If if I'm looking for fit, feminine, and friendly, I ain't yeah. say I need a chick that has uh, a degree or, or anything like that. No, I'm looking for fit, feminine, and friendly, yeah. right? Yeah. All the women in other countries fit, feminine, and friendly than than American black women. Yeah, all right, but they're also hungry. Okay, whatever. Mm. But I have the provision to provide. Right. They have the fit, feminine, and friendly. I have the provision for them. Right, right. So we work. Right, they work. Right. All right. right. So if I'm in here, if I'm in the United States of America and the black woman says, now nah, you don't make enough. You don't make enough money for me because I make my own money. Yeah. Right. And I don't I'm not I'm not the. The guy that's like, oh, you know, I don't like curvy women or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But some women that's like, all right. Now, nah, you just some dudes is like, you're not fit. OK, you overweight. Right, United States does have a problem with that. The 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 you got you got we we're sitting here watching this interview of this young lady right here, and mm-hmm. like she's not the friendliest, right? Um, she does come off a certain way. Right. Um, when Van Zant is talking about feminine qualities, you could see in her body language and her facial expressions that she does not agree. No, so she might be fit. She's not feminine and friendly. Mm-hmm. A lot of women here, right? Um, you know how black men, we like our women, but it can go from, it could be right there, and then you once you pass, you at that past that yeah, point, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So you ain't fit, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And then if you're not feminine and friendly, but then I can go over here, and then you telling me I don't make enough money to date you anyway. Like what? What do we gotta rise? What, what to men rise to the challenge, dog. Men go to war. Men rise to the challenge. Men to to, to build industry. You, you you're build, telling men. Men built this world. You're for telling women to prosper in, and when they're prospering, we're looking at it like, yo, we get lit by. Let's keep building, fellas. What you just say? Get back to Look world. what you just said. Yeah, you said men built the world for women to prosper in. Yes, but now, all right, time to get back to work. Help me out. Yeah. No, no. Uh, yeah, it's cool. After you don't earn that equity with that certain woman, but not as a whole. Bro, we just listened to a woman say she wouldn't date a bus driver, yeah. right? Because yeah. he doesn't own the bus. Right. How about if the man has the ambition to own the bus, help that man buy that bus? Right? Right. Usually, and we both know this, the motivation of most men are women. Right? Mm-hmm. If they don't have women, what's the motivation? We just watched really the interview. To say, we what's just watched. What's she really supposed to say, though? What's she, she really she, supposed she, to she, say? Like, like nine or ten times that would that would, that would happen. Now, I just think that you know, you know, societally, we were 
I'm I'm a nine to, I'm a blue collar nine to five dude. I work a job. I wear a uniform to work. Like I I work. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I I don't have a problem at all with what she she said. I have zero problem <laughs> with what she says. Different strokes for different folks. So, if that's the rate, if that's where she wants to go, and she wants to play the percentages of meeting somebody that can meet her criteria, it's not a that's double fine. Standard. But we all have a criteria. Okay, so what's wrong with the man that says, I'm going to another country to date a fit, feminine, and friendly woman? Go, f- go for it, bro. Like, what can we really do? Yo, no, you, go you ahead. can't really do nothing, right? You yeah, can't really do nothing. What can we really do? Yo. Whatever, at the end of the day, is whatever makes you happy. But but bring her here. It seems. Be careful. It, it, oh, hold on. It seems. Good luck. It seems. When she gets around real niggas over here, because at the end of the day, you are who you are. You it are seems. who you are. No matter where you are, you are who you are. You better keep her over there around the poor folks. Because when she gets over here and she realizes that she is friendly and feminine mm-hmm. and hypergamy kicks in, no. and she realizes the sucker that border here ain't shit. That moves you back well, to me. Well, okay. You know what I mean? That that so, dude, well, that dude might have to go back and get another one. Yeah, keep right? on going, man. Keep bringing him back for the real yeah, niggas. Yeah, yeah, But oh, yeah. why is it? You, why, you, wait, wait, hold. Why is it? Driver. No, why is it that? <laughs> <laughs> why is it that women, they could have a preference mm. about who they won't date based on their income. Yeah. But then a man, he gets critiqued on his preferences. He does not get critiqued on his he preferences. He does get critiqued. By who? If a, if a dude says, yo, I don't date uh, Sex overweight. workers, I don't date overweight work, uh, overweight women, I don't See, date women. Don't throw, the, certain, don't throw the sex workers in why? there. Why? Throw the overweight women in. Why? Most dudes won't say that. They're not touching a, most dudes aren't touching a woman with OnlyFans. OnlyFans, you right, gotta do no, let's leave that. that let's just leave that out. But if a dude, you, you hear most dudes saying, I'm not dating a chick. That's uh, that's uh, overweight. Overweight. Yeah, I ain't. I, ain't dating. I don't hear you I, saying I'm that. I'm not. I'm not dating the chick that that got kids. I'm not dating the chick who um, who um, and this is not 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 me. I'm, I'm just saying gripes of, of of men. Um, overweight, got kids, or and um, they don't get flack for that. It is what it is. Who cares? This is what I'm saying. You do what you do. No, no. Same way she getting flack. She don't Yo, care. You, no, no, no. She got she got she got flack because she said she would not date a bus driver. Yes. A right? man that works the nine on nine. No, no, no. You saying that. Yeah. But I'm I'm saying that she said I wouldn't date. She was very specific. Right? She got her preference I, though. No, she has a preference. And this is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Men have their preference too. But yeah. it seems like they get more flack for their preferences. That's fine. That's fine. It is what it is. The what do you mean it's fair? Fine. Yo, fair is the place where you judge pigs, yo. It's not, the, the world ain't fair. There's double standards on everything. Women got a higher body count than, 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 than men. It is what it is. Men come around, we can say certain things, they can't. Uh, all right, it, if a woman has a, a higher body doubles, count, yeah. there's a slut walk for her. There's somebody advocating to say, there's, wait, wait, there's somebody advocating for yeah. the fact that she has a high body count right. and why you should still date her even mm-hmm. though she does have a high body count. Okay. Right? We don't have the same for men. That's what that's that's all I'm trying to say. The whole red pill community is about advocating for men who don't want to settle for women without a high body count, without, you know, children and with, you know, overweight women. Like the whole red pill community, there's a whole community who's built 
off of this. Kevin Samuels is the patron saint of said community. Like, there's a whole industry built off of this. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just call it a spade. Like, let's, let's, let's just keep it a buck, man. All right, we'll this is her own personal preference. You know what I mean? Like, you know, she's, you know, good luck to her. All right. But a hit dog ain't hollering over here. I ain't worried about her. All if right. I was single and, you know what I mean, we're around, around the same age, she ain't my, like, I can't do nothing with her. All right. Because oh, oh. I can't do nothing with her. I don't make enough money to do nothing with her. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Oh. All day. I'm not talking about that. Here we are. Here we are. But the standards and the criteria that we use to measure men is off for who we are as women and who they are in this society. I would date a bus driver if he was, if he loved driving the bus, if he was a man of integrity, if he was good to his mama, if he treated me well, I would date a bus driver. But we think that it's another human being's responsibility to give us what we need instead of us building together. I could build with a bus driver. I'd have my little stash over on the side in my prenup, but I could build with a bus driver. <laughs> so I think some of the criteria. You see, that's that's one of the the things that I talk about, I spoke about before, is that black women specifically, they have to, the demographics that they're dealing with. If my dating pool is different than other dating pools, I can't have the same requirements or the same expectations of men as other races of women. What do you think, GB? I said this before on another show that we're talking about these stats and everything that black women are doing and, and what black men provide. Like, yo, you can't you can't expect to get a certain result if the demographic that you're dealing with is just not there. You can't expect to date the one percent of men uh, when they're not like your demographic is is not built up of that. You know what I mean? She already telling you she not. It's not happening. Like she's probably the she's probably not gonna date a black man. Like she's just setting us up for it. Like well, it's as fine. Far, as far as she's saying is that she does want a black man. From from what I've heard, she wants she's she's been looking for a black man, right? But let's just say she has to venture out. She said I guess she has ventured out in the past. Yeah, she said she's dating them all. Yeah. Yeah, but the bottom line is, if you're quoting stats, you're saying, like, as far as income, they're not providing. Stats are for the show. Like, let's keep it real. In, in real life, dating, marrying is about chemistry. She meet the right. Like, we're overthinking this thing, too. You know what I mean? Let's we're not, not overthinking. Over, I think I think these this, people this are here with their list. They're overthinking. Real niggas going to scoop her up. She'll be fine. You think Diddy come around? You think, you know what I mean? Someone someone come around, ain't going to scoop her up, and she'll be just fine? Why? Why Why would they? Why would they? Why would they fuck with a chick like that? Maybe it's hard to play, you know, maybe, yeah. Why? Like, why? You know, yeah, we see what Diddy working with. Yeah, 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 yeah. why? Yeah, why? Why would he? I can open up my phone. I see Kenny Smith on the beach for something. Yeah, I thought I he's married with children. I, I thought so, too. I was yo, like, oh, yo, okay, bro, like, yo. <laughs> They're not, they're not going to, first of all, like, 
the the you we listened to we we reviewed or we reacted to Steve Harvey last week. Yeah. Right. A dude that he wound up marrying a you know a chick that he dated for a while. She's an older woman, but she's yeah. still younger than him. Right. Right. But you think that he would be dating her if she had a bunch of shit going on and she's ripping and running and she was not available to him? We're talking about people that... Oh, so you're talking about what what she got going on as a deterrent? Or we're absolutely, talking about... I think that's part of it. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Like, if, if, if I'm worth 10 million bucks or whatever and I don't really need you to work or anything like that... Yeah. You, and you, well, it's it, a conversation that's got to be had on like one of our dates. Like, are like, are you ready to become a mother? Are you ready to become a wife? Mm-hmm. Are you ready to become a helpmeet? You know what I mean? You could, you know, your your career is gonna have to, you know, take a little bit of a back. That's the conversation. Like off of this conversation, I'm not necessarily getting from her that. She's not ready to take her foot off the gas yet. I'm not getting that from. from okay, from her. all right. So I'm getting so that. You shooting if she, some bell, like if she meets if the she right guy, the she's the guy. She she'll she'll take the I, foot off the gas. I think so. Think so? As most women do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The right yo. That's that's the thing. You you're downplaying men by coddling them. You know what I mean? It's almost like our first discussion with like our, our parenting style is almost like our, our is almost like our coaching style. No, I'm hard. I want to crack. I want to crack the whip. I want to be like, yo, listen, it's a high, high, high risk, heavy reward. Put your work in early. Do your work in early. Be confident. You know what I mean? Get, Get your bread up. Get everything. Build yourself up to be ready to be a head of household and to be ready to, you know, like... For a guy, she, you t- you're speaking to a dude. For a guy, okay. Yeah, no woman should really intimidate you. I no, I I I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, bro. But let's not within reason. Let's not tell these men, right? Men, you don't have to make a zillion dollars in order to be a head of household. Just make a zillion dollars anyway. <laughs> Yo, first of all, <laughs> me and you, me and no, no, me money. and you, we went back and forth about this yesterday. Yo, you, you like a rich monk. No, you like no, a no. rich monk. You, you, you're the rich guy. You know what I mean? Who always runs around and telling people like, yo, you pull up in your Lamborghini and be like, yo, no, but people know. I no, no, no. Emissions no. free, please. No, I see. I, I like, yo, bro. I know we're not all the same. I don't put, I don't paint every everybody with the same brush, right? Some people are motivated by money. Some people are super motivated by just doing things and being active. And some people just are okay with. Um, that's why the list is why the list. No, is. no, 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 no. That's not the choice. list is the, the media. Why the top of the list is. It don't show the, the top of the list. It shows the middle of the list. See, no, it shows the well, middle of the we list were on the bottom of the middle of the list. You show them like the medium income is the bottom. But the. The nationality that lives in America is on the top of the list because their men don't have a choice. Their elders in in instill a certain discipline Bro, in them that's a whole that it has to go a certain way. 
conversation, bro. It is. It's it's but it's, it's not, not that black and white, bro. It's not that black and white. But if we only got black and white paint, this is where we at. This is and you can mix it up and make it a little gray. But you all right, if, if we're gonna talk about it, let's talk about it like this, right? This is why we may be at the top of that the, the bottom of that list is because the pressure for you to take short money up front, then take longer money in the back end, because you these women require certain things. Like who told a black woman that she was she she's supposed to get a rich man? When it's not a lot of rich black dudes like that. Every man should aspire to be rich. So even if she's why with a poor, though? Why? Why what are you not? Talking about, what do you bro? mean? Every man should aspire to be no, rich. No, no, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. If, if 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 I aspire for every man to be rich, then I own a business. Who gonna work for me? The man this, 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 on this the come not, up. That's not realistic, bro. The it's man, not realistic. The man who's trying to be rich, who's on the come up, who's on the way to school. I'm trying to build like, a big company. I need niggas to work for me for years, 25 years, and retire from oh, where I work. So yes. you want to be rich and have poor niggas up under you. You that rich? I'm nigga. not saying that. I'm speaking. I'm speaking theoretically of how. The so like, works. if you and your crew like like, you want to be the only rich nigga in your crew. No, uh-uh. or you want to build. All I'm your not talking in your crew about me in this sense. I'm let's, not talking. Well, about well, let's talk about you. We here. You here. Let's not talk about no make believe nigga. Let's talk about you. Do you think every black like you want everybody to be rich? If no, if, I don't if, want everybody. If, be, I know that's I'm not up, realistic. That's what I'm saying. Around me to be rich. If 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 I'm up, I want everybody around me to be up too, right? Every woman thinks like we're selling a woman. Everybody don't we care are about money, bro. A woman, a dream, a future. They have to be able to have children and retire with us. We are selling them our plan. If we have no aspirations to be wealthy and to be taking and, and, and to take care of them, Yo, bro. Then what's the most problem? people ain't gonna be wealthy. Most people That's ain't the gonna reality, be reality, but everybody should aspire yeah. to it. Try. Think of something. Build something. Working nine to five. What be about, an entrepreneur what, yo, bro, on the side. That's the problem. You think like Ebony K. Williams because you think every bus driver don't got no paper. It bus no, drivers with no, fucking no, paper. No, I'm not. I never said that. Bus no. drivers just throwing I never crazy said that. parties. Like, no, like, like we don't no. throw parties with fucking bus drivers. Bus drivers. That, <laughs> like, nigga, we don't did mad shit with niggas that that, that drove for MTA. The end bomb. The end bomb. Oh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on now. No, yo, nah, that's not man. that's not what I'm saying. I paper up, man. That's not and what I'm saying. Know, everybody like don't up, care baby. about the paper. Like it. it's, it's, it's everybody don't care I'm, about the I'm, paper. I'm, I'm, What's like, only yo. people who don't pay, care about the paper is people with paper. No, not even, bro. Come on now, yo, life is, yo, fellas, ladies and gentlemen, life is about more than money, right? That's the that's the Jedi mind trick that they want you to believe. What's right? about that? Because if you make more money, you pay more taxes, you buy more stuff, you you stimulate the economy. So it, it it works out for everybody, right? But like, yo, bro, life is about friends, family, love, uh, experiences. You know what I mean? And a lot of that stuff does not cost a dime. It doesn't cost a dime. Bro, like... And a lot of times, and I will say this, that you got to you gotta experience something and you got to get some stuff in order to realize that it don't really mean shit. 
right? That's the that's the that's the that's the catch twenty two of everything, right? You gotta get some shit to realize that it don't really mean shit, right? But I'm telling you, a lot of shit don't mean shit, right? Like when you when you die, you'll remember certain experiences. You you remember certain certain people. You're not gonna remember the money that you spent on certain things. That shit is not gonna matter, right? But they want you to believe that. They want you to to believe that. But that's not that's really not the case, right? And I envy anybody. Like I I sometimes I feel like I do work too hard. Um I focus too much on certain things like money and I try to value the relationships that I've built with people. Like even even this podcast, bro, right? This podcast has been an experience or whatever. We're not making uh, any crazy money off of this or whatever, right? But like, yo, you know, one thing that I've said to, to, to myself, like even if we never made a dime off this, it's like I'm getting to the point where I trust you, where I'm like, yo, I would do, I would do any type of business with this guy. Because like, yo, I feel like, yo, I've seen you in certain facets and I'm like, yo, this dude is, he's a stand up guy, right? That has nothing to do like, yo. And even if we do something else that, that does make money, it's not about the money. It's, it's about the, the, the bond that we built. You understand what I mean? So to tell people like, yo, it's all about bread. Yeah. We live in America. It's a capitalist, capitalistic society, right? Value for value. But the trick is this, right? They make you believe that all you guys can be rich, right? You could do this, that, and the third. And a lot of y'all not going to be rich because, to be honest with you, you, you don't work hard enough. You don't do enough, right? And that's just the, the bottom line of it, right? So um, the people that do, they possibly will. They have the possibility. But the, the trick is to make you believe that there is a possibility. So you continue to go to work every day. You continue to try to make money. You try, you strive, you pay your taxes, you be a good citizen, and you get nowhere and you retire and you still pay your taxes or whatever. You buy everything, you stimulate the economy, and that's how it works. That's that's, that's the matrix. You know what I mean? But, bro, I admire the people that don't fall for the bullshit. Everybody, Everybody's not on the same type of time. Everybody's not on the same type of time. We got under that... We got ended at that, man. That's it. That's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the cherry on top. <laughs> Boom. Ebony K. Williams, she won't date a bus driver. Right. And this is this is what I want to say specifically to black people, right? I know we're trying to do better than good enough, right? But think about it. Being a bus driver was good enough for your mother to get you to college to become a lawyer. To become worth three million dollars, right? Yeah, but it's not good enough for you, right? I see this shit all the time where people have gone through experiences and it was good enough for them, but it's not good enough for their kids, right? You're a good person, you're a stand-up person, and then we 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 go ahead and the next generation we soft parent our kids and they're they're they're, they're less of a of a human being than we were, right? And we give them more than what we had. And it doesn't translate to anything. That struggle builds character, yeah. Exactly. Right? 
But this is this is just what this is the cycle that we're in, right? And we think it works, right? But it really doesn't. We all want to do better, and it's and it's and it's great to do better. And we should move our community, our race, whatever. We should move it forward. And our kids, right? Yeah, our kids. We should uplift, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But yo, don't do it at the detriment of yourself, your livelihood. In the quality of your life. That's very important. Because I hate to say it. I don't want to say I don't want to I don't want to sound pessimistic, but yo, be real as shit. I'm gonna say to y'all is that a lot of y'all not gonna be rich. Right? Because yo, you just don't do enough. You don't do enough to be rich. Rich nigga trying to tell niggas thing over you. No, I'm not. I'm not even not even close. Not even close. But I know I work hard enough to with the, for the possibilities, and I know a lot of people don't work as hard as I do, right? And sometimes I feel like I don't do enough. So if I don't do enough, then I know you don't do enough, right? So it, it just is what it is, right? Unless you get lucky. So um, that is what it is. Can I, can I say one more thing? Yeah, of course, of course. All right. One more thing to the men, specifically to the men, black men, white men, Whatever, right? Um, the name of the, the the title of this particular episode was like, "These are the type of women you need to avoid." I need. I know you see her. She's a she's a she's a decent looking female, right? Um, Ebony K. Williams. The cat's meow. Um, I wouldn't say all that, <laughs> but um, trust and believe, there are beautiful women all over the world in different socioeconomical classes, right? Trust me, there's a chick that's probably in the projects or works at McDonald's that looks just as good as, uh, way better than her. You understand what I mean? So don't believe that um, beauty is just proprietary to certain classes of people, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Go where you're celebrated, not where you're, tolerated or where you're just kind of totally disqualified because there is a woman that will accept the income that you bring and what you bring and 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 another thing is that you you are not your income men you're not your income bro you bring you you're more than that right it's like women will be upset when we put them in a box and we put them to we, we put them in a category of this this that and the third but a man, you could put him as as far as the income. He make this, so he's this, right? He's automatically put in the box, right? You're more than your income, man. I want to say that to y'all. You're more than your income. Yeah. And you need to know that. You bring more to the table than that, right? And you guys are diamonds. Just get the right woman that, that'll give you that incentive. With a little bit of pressure, you'll be that diamond. You'll turn from that coal to that diamond, Right? Because a lot of a good men, good, solid, superior men, if they're in a situation where they have to provide and they, they're in a situation where they got to provide for their family, they have a wife, this, that, and the third, you put them in that arena, they're going to fight that line. They're going to come out a, a victor, right? 100%. But you got to give you got to give these guys a chance. And, and black women, I don't know who told you that you, 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 
just because you did some things and you made some money that you deserve a rich man. All you all you really deserve is companionship. Everybody deserves love, I believe. But that doesn't mean that comes with an income requirement. All of us, we need to do better. We're talking about all this money stuff, but we're dealing with population issues. We're being outpopulated by different races of people. And as long as we keep this going on, shit, we could be like, you know, talk about us being extinct, the black American. Yeah. Women are waiting longer and longer to have kids. Like, we having all these, you know, I don't know what to call them anymore. Like, that's another thing. Like, everybody's having these, like. You don't know what the result's going to be, right? <laughs> Yo, are these kids going to have issues? Like, you know what I mean? When they waking up and they're like, yo, you wasn't. This going to be. Uh, all right. Well. Those I'm are going to be I'm the kids I'm that I'm you was talking I'm about early in the show that don't. They don't think about nothing but songs. They don't have no th- no inner thoughts <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like It's going to be something different. <laughs> I don't know, man. I But listen, listen. It's not him. Because I know people personally who are, you know, who have done it and who. So I, I ain't going to put, put no, you know, smut on it, but. That shouldn't be the go-to plan, but yeah, I digress. That's that should be the contingency plan. Yeah, that should be insurance policy. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. We continue right. just talking the group chat. All right, yeah, yeah, we good. All right, all right. So <laughs> with that, uh, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, how do we feel about this uh, this Bushmills before we uh, wrap? Well. Judging by the bottle, we definitely respect it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Got a little um this is a um for six sixty bucks. Um this is something you could definitely add to your collection. I would have this in the crib for when company come comes over for for people to try it. You know what I mean? Like my go to trying whiskey, I like for like people who don't really drink whiskey, but like, you know, like aficionados mm-hmm. i like to give them um i like to start with um monkey shoulder mm-hmm. then we'll go to um, monkey shoulder i like yeah i think monkey shoulder is a nice uh, i think monkey shoulder is a nice whiskey to like introduce you to whiskey like to like take your guard off because a I lot think, of people are apprehensive to whiskey i i uh, my intro i would give them a jameson exam or a regular bushmills that's too. That's too regular. No, but it, it's because we gonna turn up. It's smooth. Yeah. Like, all right. It's not. A, you know, you're not gonna give certain whiskeys to anybody, right? That, yeah. Depending on the price point. Right. Right. So, bush a regular bush mills is like twenty eight to thirty five. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not too expensive. Nah, but we are talking about someone that you respect. Yeah, someone yeah, yeah who, absolutely. Someone younger. Someone who drinks Hennessy or drinks. The, tequila mm-hmm. but they're with you for the night and they want to drink you know what i mean yeah with whiskey i'll start off with a monkey shoulder i'll probably monkey go shoulder. to like a hudson mm-hmm. then i'll probably go to a um i can see myself putting this in the mix i could see myself finishing off mm-hmm. with 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 this okay like you know okay. what i mean because this is the it's smack but it's respectable but it's smooth yeah you know what i mean um of course Irish is a very very smooth. Yeah. Um, if you guys have ever had the the uh, the regular Bushmills, um, super smooth. Uh, Too like smooth. I like I said, Irish is Jameson. You got your Bushmills. Uh, what's the, what's another one? That's a, like a staple. 
That's like super smooth. But Irish is a super, super smooth. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. think this one is smooth, but it has more complexity. Absolutely. Like with that, like the Oloroso is supposed to be like a, a wine cast, I believe. Right, right. Because right, I think right. we had a, did we have a red breast before? We, yes. That was an yes, Oloroso yes, 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 uh, yes, cast? Yes. And, yes. and a, a bourbon cast also, and a uh, Marsala cast, right? So definitely has the Bushmill characteristics of being super smooth as an Irish, but then it has the complexity also, right? Absolutely. You got that dry fruit. Um, you got a, a little bit of sweetness from that bourbon cast. Right. Like, yo, and uh, I guess the dry fruit also is mm-hmm. going to be from the, 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 the wine, the wine cast also, you yeah. know. Yeah. Grapes and all that good stuff like that. And I'm color, getting a little bit of apricot. You know, and the color is. Um, a little bit darker it, it's than. It's a beautiful color. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's a little bit darker than the original Bushmills. Exactly. But it could be the cast that it was set in and, um, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. Nice. So. So this one right here is uh, about sixty four ninety nine for a seven fifty mil, depending on where you purchase it from. Absolutely. Um, definitely, I think it's a buy. Um, definitely enjoyed it. Um, smooth with some complexity to it. So pick it up. The Bushmills twelve year, the twelve year, twelve year, and it's uh, aged in Oloroso, uh, bourbon, and Marsala cast. Triple, uh, triple yeah. wood. Tri- triple wood. All right. You got it right. Uh, and with that, uh, we want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Cigars and Whiskey. If you don't follow us on Instagram, please do at Cigars Whiskey. That's Cigars with an S Whiskey. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. All right. Um, please, please do that. We need that right now. Right now. Uh, Cigars, the Ensign Whiskey Podcast. Cigars, the Ensign Whiskey Podcast. Remember to like, share, and also subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications so you know when we have new videos. All right. If you have any questions, any comments, any recommendations, you want to recommend a cigar, a spirit, or even a topic. All right. Something you want to talk about, uh, by all means, hit us up. If you have any uh, product or service and you want to sponsor a show, hit us up via email, podcast at cigarswhiskey.com. And if you like the content that we're putting out and you want to show your support, you can do that via Cash App. It's the same as the Instagram, Cigars Whiskey. That's Cigars with an S, Whiskey. All right. And with that, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We will catch you on next episode.